This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. episode 136 i'm jason i'm jeff i'm blake welcome back blake from gen con thank you uh with us special guest cincinnati comic expo founder andrew satterfield welcome to the hobie studios the bob studios welcome thank you (laughs) you can speak here oh thank you (laughs) that was us in front of a live studio audience yes of seven uh, thanks for coming in from the green room. We appreciate it. Uh, now tell us, you have started the Cincinnati Comic Expo many years ago. About seven? Yeah, seven, seven years. years seven ago. years. And uh, it's the biggest ex- uh, comic expo in Cincinnati and probably southern Ohio, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, can you tell us how it started? Started. <laughs> Well, what came? Uh, why did you come up with this idea? He wanted to see hot chicks in cosplay outfits. Well, yeah, that's one reason. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> There's cheaper ways to do that. <laughs> no. No. So um, you say. <laughs> unfortunately, during the show, you know, we, we joke around in the committee that, you know, we're so busy at our show, we, we don't get time to really take it in. So we had to go to other shows. To enjoy ourselves, they have a fun time just because we're so busy and doing so many things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so why did I do this show? Simply, there wasn't one in Cincinnati. There wasn't one for a long time. Um, one was announced, and it got canceled. One was another one was announced. It got canceled. So, and I never want to step on anybody's toes. So I waited until, you know, the last time I was, oh, here it comes. And then it got canceled. And I said, that's it. I'm, I'm going to do it. So um, I, I called my best friend, Matt. I said, hey, I'm going to do the comic convention. And he always said, hey, if you ever do it, let me know. I'll help you. And uh, so we did the convention our first year. We didn't know what to expect. And uh, we're a little wet behind the ears. I, I've been to a lot of conventions, never ran one. And uh, so we did it. And uh, people showed up. You know, 1800, we did our legwork. We went to every store in the shop in the city. And uh, we talked to the shop owners and they all liked what we had to say, and uh, our whole motto was bigger and better every year. So every year we grow, we grew the show, um, pushed boundaries, and say, okay, what are we going to do next to make it bigger and better every year? And the show's continually grown every year to make it bigger and better, adding things, uh, bigger names, bigger guests, um, more vendors, more programming, uh, after parties. And a lot of that all comes from 
the fans. Um, we do surveys, uh, thousands and thousands of surveys. And, you know, you start compiling all that data. You know, you're not looking for the outliners, but you're looking for, like, the bell curve of what, what are people going towards. And, and uh, that's what we do. And that's why I think we got the product that we do, the show that we want. It's the fans that we it's the show that the fans want. You get enough people screaming for certain things, not screaming, but just saying, hey, we like this more than other things, and you get enough of, the, of those people wanting that, then we push for it, and we give them what they want. Like Michael Bay. Michael Bay doesn't give people what they want. Michael Bay just gives explosions. Because your the expo is September twenty first through the twenty third this year. Twenty third, twenty fifth. Twenty third through twenty fifth. Damn it, that's okay. That's right. It's on my calendar. Well, you (laughs) can show up on Wednesday. I don't know if anybody. Well, we might be there. Yeah. Up, but (laughs) can we do support? Just cheer you guys on. Yes, we we could use a lot of support in setting up the show because they don't turn the air conditioning on. Oh. <laughs> it gets really hot. Well, I, I've gone, this is my third year that I'll be going, uh, as we talked beforehand. And last year, I was excited because uh, Adam West was there, Amber Ward. And uh, we actually talked about it on the show. I actually was contemplating if I was going to spend the money to get Adam West's autograph or not. And uh, we did that for two episodes, yeah. and we actually took fan response. Everybody said you have to do it because he's not. You're not going to get another chance. Right. They built that as the 50th. We were the the last show before the start of the 50th anniversary tour. So this year is the 50th anniversary tour, and then after that, the shows that he will go to will be prior, primarily West Coast, and uh, very selective after that. Mm-hmm. So you made the right decision if you got the Adam West. And I did. I'm holding the bomb. So, which is yes. in the Bob studio. Not, not holding the phone, the bomb. No, not the phone. <laughs> not the, who would get the phone autograph? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody's got like four of them. <laughs> yeah, now there was an Adam West Batman running around Gen Con with the big bomb this year. Really? In the costume contest, yes. Did it win? I uh, didn't go to the contest. He was at the oh, parade. Okay. <laughs> and he was running around with the big bomb. Was it a good costume or was it a... Yeah, it, it was like, nineteen. Yeah, it was nineteen okay. sixties. The light blue with the dark blue. It was Adam West Batman costume. It didn't look like somebody made out of construction paper. No. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's well, good. I don't know. Yeah. Construction paper probably might look better than the Adam West costume. Bite your tongue. Oh. Bite your tongue. The bomb looked the, out the of construction. The uh, sixties co- costumes are just so much better. We're not talking <laughs> King Tut's costume from, <laughs> from the sixties. Well, this year you got a big guest, huge, right? It's about as doesn't get any bigger. No. Tell us who it is. Stan Lee. The man, the man. Yeah, and this will be his final, absolute final Midwest autograph signing. So it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big deal. And a lot of fans will be looking forward to it. A lot of fans are going to be showing up for it. So you definitely want to get your passes early, get your Where? autograph tickets early, and you want to get there early. Where can you get them at? CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Look at that. I have a question. Can I see Stan Lee's list of demands sheets for when he comes to visit? <laughs> that might be private. <laughs> because I would like to know. He probably has a lot of, you know, a lot of demands. You know, he's a, what, 90 years old? How old is he now? 93. 93 years old. Jeez old. He's going to come he's, he's going to come to the Cincinnati Comic-Con, right? Yes. Expo. 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 No, sorry, Cincinnati Expo. He's got to have a lot of, like, what, Skittles, M&M demands? I don't think he's Beyonce. I don't think no. he's doing no. that old yellow. Must Stan have Pez. Pez. Must have Pez. <laughs> old Spider-Man paraphernalia. New Spider-Man paraphernalia. I mean, how's this go? 
it's actually, I mean, there's a, there's a contract and there's requirements <laughs> yes. in the contract. Yes. And uh, we make it all happen. <laughs> so you're not going to talk about the Northern Kentucky strippers he has lined up. Yeah. It's not your contract, Blake. Okay, oh. okay. No, he requested Cincinnati strippers now. Right. Well, at least that's a step up. Let, let's be honest. Nobody requests Northern Kentucky strippers. <laughs> no, you just find them there. You don't request them. That's where you end up after 12 packs of beer. No. Um, yeah, there is. There, there, every contract has a list of requirements in it, and... Uh, and we go through them with a fine-tooth comb, and we sometimes there's negotiation that goes back and forth. And, uh, you know, Stan was one of those guests. It was like, let's make it happen. Yeah, so, you pretty much you give Stan anything he wants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, we've seen some crazy ones. You so know, there don't was, have to name names. Yeah, what is the yeah, worst don't name the names. most outlandish? Give okay. us some examples. I, I won't give you a name. Yes. Okay? No names. Matt will know this, because <laughs> this is probably the most craziest uh, contract we ever got. But uh, they needed uh, first-class airfare for themselves, which is standard almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but they needed first-class airfare for their hairstylist. who had to be in a room Ooh. next to them. They had a list of certain type of beverages that had to be in their uh, room. Um, certain types of chocolates. Um, you know, a personal bodyguard. You know, outside the room at all times. It was just the, the most. The list just went on and on and on. You know, the the like the, the list for the celebrity was almost the exact same list for the hairstylist. <laughs> so it was it was uh, pretty crazy to see that. You know. All right, I have to know: was this a male or a female? It's a female. Okay, it's a female. We never booked her. Uh, was she was she a big enough star that you she needed needed a bodyguard? Um, you would all know who she is instantly. Okay, there we go. Okay, okay. that makes sense. It would, okay. yeah, you would know who she is instantly. But it was one of those things like this is. There was other demands I can't recall off the top of my head, but I just remember shaking my head and saying, "I'm not dealing with this." <laughs> <laughs> was there a restraining order against a Blake from Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been on the list. I know who it is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's probably. Well, no, she would be on your list if you were allowed to have a. If list, I was probably. allowed to have a list, if your wife was allowed to let you have a yes. top five list. But I'm not. <laughs> but if I did. But if you did, exactly. Uh, so. Basically, you probably this is a whole year event of you planning it, correct? Is there any time that you get off or not? no? No, the first few years we would get a month or two off between shows. Mm-hmm. You know, the show was over. You take a month finalizing everything, get everything ready for like pre-planning, a little bit of pre-planning for next year, and then I'd, I'd have November and December off. We get started. Bam, January first. Let's go. Now I'm already planning 2017 and 2016 is <laughs> not even here. So now it's literally a. Uh, uh, it doesn't end. Mm-hmm. It's just it's constant. It's constant, and uh, you have to be. You got to be pre-planning a, over a year out to get the guests that you want, the talent that you want. You know what is going to be hot next year. Um, what are there any anniversaries next year? You know, final things that could be happening. So we got to be looking for that. Third year of Hobie, history of bad ideas. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yes, that's definitely on the list. Okay. It's close to 50, but uh, in podcast years, it's like 25. Yeah, I think we could so, get like a 30 by 30 booth or something. Okay, that would work. That would work. It's about like, 29 by 29 more than we probably deserve. I need a personal bodyguard. Yeah, uh, you need electric, green will, M&Ms, I will give hairstylist. you my list yeah. of chocolates and beer. Yes. Pez. Pez. And Pez. Pez. And Pez. So who else is coming this year? Uh, who else can you announce? 
Well, we have a list on the website, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you um, now. You go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com to check out the full list, but I'll hit on some really cool people that I'm personally excited for. All right. Um, John Barrowman. Yeah. I, hopefully, you, I pray yep. to God you all know who he is. Who Merlin. is he for people that don't know? Like Malcolm me? Merlin. He's one of them Doctor Who people. Oh. Yes. No, 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 no. Arrow. <laughs> Let's just do it with Arrow. The great thing about him is he hits like two huge demographics. He hits yes. our Arrow fans, and then he also hits our Doctor Who fans. So we hit two demographics with him. And plus, he's such... Everybody loves the guy. We love the guy. Everybody loves this oh, guy. He's like great on social media and joking and messing with... Uh, Fans and everything. So, oh, yes. So, I mean, very excited about him. Um, other people I'm excited about. I'm a huge Batman guy. So, having Lee Merriweather there yes. is I'm excited huge about that. to me. She's like one of the last people I haven't yet met from the original Batman 66. There's one person left. He played the Riddler in a few episodes, and that's John Aston. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping at some point he makes appearance somewhere in this country that I'm able to go see him or send somebody there to get an autograph from him. I'm not sure I'm meeting. He's alive still? Yes, he's alive. He away. No, he's alive. Everybody oh, okay. says that, but he's, he's alive. <laughs> and I, he's somebody who I desperately want to meet one time because, he, you know, Adam's family. Yeah. So it's huge. I mean, people, more people probably love him from Adam's family, but me being a Batman guy, I love to get a Batman autograph. I had the photo already to go in case he makes an, a, an appearance and I got like a three-day notice. I can quickly FedEx it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Lee Merriweather um, and then, of course, um, also, um, uh, Bruce Wayne from Gotham is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, David, the Blake, little, do you know that guy? There you go, Blake. Blake knows somebody. The little kid. Yes. yes. The little boy. Blake's not so much up to date on some of the the geek yeah. stuff. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. But, I, I know what you're talking about. You got to, yeah. You know Bruce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, we have like what's all his these list of demands? By the way, can't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Censored. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> But the biggest thing I think we have is all these uh, is all these amazing Star Wars people coming, like Dave Prowse who played Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the guy in the suit. Yes. And his the amount of conventions he does in the U.S. is next to none. You're talking one, two appearances a year. Um, he's already announced on social media that in 2017 he will not be traveling to abroad next year. So this might be one of the last shows in the U.S. In the foreseeable future, to come meet Dave Prowse, guy who played Darth Vader. Now, does he actually talk, or do you just motion around like Darth Vader? Is it like just point at people? I don't think he has James Earl Jones walking with him. <laughs> oh. That would be awesome. Would be. He, he's got a device that transforms his voice into James Earl Jones. <laughs> I actually, I bought one of those for my nephew, TJ Maxx. He's got the little TJ Maxx microphone with the little voice adjuster. <laughs> the Darth Vader. I find your lack of faith. Disturbing. Yeah. Some of our buddies actually across the pond, uh, three six five flicks podcast. They actually were at a convention with him last year, and they actually got to interview him. And it, it, he was one of the nicest guys on there. I mean, the interview was really good. It was a quick five minute one. Yeah. But he was nice as anything. Yeah, um, he seems like a very cool person who just embraces being Darth Vader mm-hmm. and just wants to meet his fans. Unfortunately, he is the age that he is, and he just can't get out and do the mm-hmm. appearances like he would like to. Yeah. I mean, it's just age. Um, it's like the uh, the guy that uh, does Chewbacca. You know, Peter he's, he's, he got yeah, he's got a uh, bone condition, I believe. Yeah. So he was at Gen Con a couple years ago, and he was hobbling around with a cane. And and when they said he was going to actually be doing Chewbacca again for the new Star Wars, I was like, really? Wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Well, he, they, did he, the, he did not do the running scenes. They said 
Yeah. He basically sat behind the controls. Okay. Because his knees were so bad. They had a seven foot one basketball player take the role of Chewbacca in the action scenes. Uh huh. So not that there was too much action. Yeah, I was gonna say it would be pretty impressive if he did, because when you know, in the, his age and his condition, I'd, you know, take a toll on his body. I'm Especially sure. Especially Lucas paid for his knee surgery a couple years ago. Yeah, I believe it. So, isn't that fantastic that J.J. Abrams had the thought of bringing back like characters that may not have needed the original actors in the parts mm-hmm. to bring them back. To not only it kind of feels like you're coming home, you yeah. know, when they walked into the scene, you know, Chewie were home, and then seeing the original actors in those parts, and that was pure genius. It's what mm-hmm. every fanboy wanted, <clears throat> you know, know that hey, that's the original Chewbacca that's in that suit, mm-hmm. or Neom Nam, Mike Quinn, that's Mike Quinn in that suit, or that's Tim Rose who's playing Admiral Akbar, he's in that suit, the original guys. I just think that was just the coolest thing ever. I think that was the reason why it was such a big hit because, and everybody loved it. Uh, yeah, because it was basically the Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back all in one anyway. That you grew up. Yeah. It was the same plot. It was not the same plot. <laughs> that's that's why you loved it. That's why that's why Andrew loved it. I was talking to him before the show. That's what he told me. It's not the same plot. Similar. Yeah, it is. It's a similar plot, but we all love it. You wouldn't say that about that, police. It's true. I said I loved it, but I loved it because it was the same damn plot. You wouldn't say that about the Police Academy series. Each one of those plots are very similar, but they're different in their own right. Each one of those are unique. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the plots past ish, episode three of Police Academy. So. Four was Mission to Miami. That <laughs> oh, was five. And it was Assignment five. Miami B. My bad. Sorry. Six was Mission to Moscow. Four was Citizens on Patrol, right? Uh, I think that was two. Yeah, no, two. <laughs> no, no. Two was their first assignment. Oh, that's right. That's Three right. was back in training. Four was Citizens Up. Yes, that's there you go. There was a city under siege in there, too, somewhere. <sighs> Speaking of that, you did have uh, Steve Gutenberg last year. That guy yes, was so right. nice. He <laughs> was the nicest guy. And it was, we announced him so late to the show because Bobby calls me up and says, Hey, Andrew, I got you Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> I'm like, Great, Bobby. Let's do it. And it's like, there's no time left to really to promote this guy coming. There's like two, three weeks. It's like a week and a half or two weeks to show time. And I'm just like, wow, I wish I had like six months to promote this guy. <laughs> Cincinnati Comic Expo, and including Steve Gutenberg. The Goots. I know, I couldn't get I couldn't get him on any signs, no. anything, no media. It was just like, we can announce him on Facebook and Twitter. That was about it, because everything else was printed at that point. And I was like, man, this is a missed opportunity for so many people. But he still had people coming up to him. They said he had a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, man, there must have been like five, there must have been like a group of people just bought like a crap load of autographs from this guy. And um, But he was so nice. They he were all stone cutters. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother and I actually uh, stood by the autograph uh, alley just to see how the uh, stars actually interacted with their uh, fans. And, that, and then um, reported on it. We did to report on it, actually, last week. was good and who was bad. I don't think there was any bad ones, was there? I think there was maybe one. I, th- I thought you might have said one or two people. Yeah, oh, but good, yeah, but since Andrew's here, they were all oh, great. They were all great. <laughs> they were all fantastic right. all the time. Steve Gutenberg and Ziering um, was yeah. awesome. Ian was amazing. Um, <laughs> we brought awesome. him to the show. I didn't know what to expect, but we knew, hey, Sharknado, 
that's why I brought him with Sharknado. <laughs> not, you're not a big 90210 fan? <laughs> I, I, you know, I like Brandon, okay? Okay, sorry. Although <laughs> <laughs> Dylan is But, uh, yeah, we brought um, um, Ian in, and, uh, and he was just fabulous. So, so nice. Um, towards the end of the day, on each of the shows, he would go around and shop for his kids. So he was like, he was like, Adam West is here. I gotta find a toy Batmobile to get signed for my kid. So he was running around the show floor at the end of the shows looking for Batman memorabilia to get Adam West to sign. So he's just as big as a fan as we are. He was. Uh, there was three or four people we watched bring up giant stuffed animal sharks. And he would pose with them attacking his neck on every one of them. And it was great. It was like, good for him. And he is the one disappointment I had. I wanted to go get his autograph. And I just went back and forth. And my brother's like, you should do it. I was like, nah, it's fine. You know, I don't need to. And that is, him and Burt Ward were the two that I should have gotten autographs on. So, but could you bring, could you bring Zero back this year? Not this year. <laughs> Not this Not year. Sharknado 4? When we get to you know Sharknado 5. Okay. And there's an anniversary year. Not Tara Reid. We don't want maybe, Tara Reid. No, maybe wait a minute. We want Tara Reid. Tara Reid. But if she ever listens to the podcast, she'll never come on the show. We spoke ill will of her several times. We haven't spoke ill will of her. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll do a Sharknado crosses over with... Uh, was it... Um, the tarantula movie that Steve's oh, lava, tra- lava, lava tarantula. There'll be a crossover, and then we can bring them both in. I like that idea because those two are the two nicest. And I was probably the only guy that was telling Steve like my favorite movie of yours is um, oh the uh, the ghost movie, High Spirits. Uh, High Spirits. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I came up with like a movie poster of High Spirits and some photos of him in High Spirits, <laughs> lobby cards of High Spirits, and he's probably like. Are you like the only guy that's ever like I had no police academy stuff. I had nothing else. It was high spirits, and I could just see the look on his face. He was like, you know, okay. <laughs> I don't really sign much of these, <laughs> or should I? <laughs> All right. So if I wanted to go Cincinnati Comic Expo this year, uh, can I buy tickets at the gate? If I wanted to buy tickets ahead of time, where do, what are what are where, where do I go? Sure, I would buy them in a in advance. Okay, um, so that way you just got to pick them up at will call, um, and where you can get them at is your local comic book stores. You go to our uh, uh, website; there's a list of them. Um, but uh, uh, Qu- both Queen City sell tickets, um, Rock and Roosters, uh, Comic Book World, and Comics to Games. And the good thing about buying them there is that they are a little cheaper because you don't got to pay that service fee. But on top of that, the stores get a kick, so uh, a kickback, so that you're supporting your local stores. Um, and that's great for them. So I would go to those locations and buy your tickets, or you can buy them online. Um, where the majority of tickets are sold is online. So at CincinnatiComicExpo.com, you'll see links all over the place. Buy tickets here, um, purchase tickets, and uh, you definitely want to buy them in advance. And I'm going to tell you right now, you want to get there early. I was just going to say that. Well, what times the doors open, and what do you mean by early? Okay, if the doors open at 10. If you get a VIP, you get in at 9.30. The VIP badge is totally worth it because you get in a half hour early. You're going to get a swag bag uh, with an exclusive comic in it from Devil's Do. Um, you're going to get a poster. You're going to get a, um, the bag itself. It's a reusable Go Green bag. Um, and there will be some other things thrown in there as well. But on top of that, you get in all three days. You get in for the zombie party on Friday night. And you get in for the geek prom on Saturday night, which is an 8-bit geek theme. 
Dave and Buster's is going to bring in some of their big arcades. Um, so um, that'll be a lot of fun. No Dragon Slayer, though, right? Hate it. I don't know what games are. <laughs> but oh, Dragon wow. Slayer was a coin waster. <laughs> I went yeah. to the right. I know I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's excellent. So you can get VIP tickets. So you can avoid the rush, and uh, you know you don't have to mix with the proletariat. <laughs> you get a grab bag, and you know, wait, wait. This is the first I heard. There's a there's a dance, and there's a zombie thing. What's up? Right. Yeah, talk about that for so, a second. Friday night, and we work with the Free Store Food Bank. So you start the free store food bank. You donate like a canned good, dress up like a zombie. You walk the uh, four blocks down to the Duke Energy Center. You go in and uh, you have a zombie dance. Oh, so it's a donation with a can. You do a zombie walk, which seems to be pretty popular because everybody likes to. Right. You, you you literally do like a zombie march, you know, shuffle. from the expo. You know, yeah, shuffle. And you go straight to the dance and then you just uh, freak out Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Basically. Jackson and uh, some great tunes with a DJ there. Thriller. Lights yeah. and music. Everybody and have does, a lot of fun. And now, is there a choreographed thriller that everybody's going to be dancing? Yep. <laughs> Cash bar, all that. A lot of fun. All right. And then the uh, after party on on Saturday is our geek prom, and we get about 1,000 people to that. So, and lots of people come in costume. Oh, geek prom. Is that similar to uh, like the, the geek prom that they throw in Northside every year or is that something completely different? Uh, we're different. You're different? Okay. Yeah. Every right, year cool. we have a theme. Uh, last year was uh, Enchantment Under the Sea so it was a 1950s <laughs> dance. We brought in some 1950s cars. We showed Back to the Future up on a big uh, screen. I was about um, to say some Johnny Be Good. We did. We had a band come in uh, which was Keith uh, Moon uh, or uh, Keith Jones and the Makeshifts and they played live music, 50 style, and they're younger guys, and they're awesome. And on top of that, we had the guy that sung Earth Angel in the original Back to the Future sing it on stage. <laughs> That's awesome. I almost bust out my song there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Thank I held you. Back. Thank you. I held back. Sing, Jason. Sing. I don't want to embarrass, I don't want to impress my, my, our guest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So, that, so that's awesome. So the Cincinnati Expo, CincinnatiComicExpo.com. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yes. Yes. And uh, the zombie walk, the donation, the zombie walk, and the zombie dance, that is Friday? Correct. And then the geek prom is Saturday night? Correct. Now, tickets. You can buy them by the single day, all right? You can buy them by the weekend. You uh, Children, uh, 8 to 12 or 5 bucks or $10 for the weekend, 7 under or free. Oh, that's great. So if you got family and kids, they get in cheaper. Exactly. And then... You can buy the VIP, which is 99 That's the way to go. Now, if you love Deadpool, Ooh, uh, let Rob the bodies Liefeld. hit the floor, yeah. Rob Liefeld's going to be there, the creator of Deadpool. We got a Deadpool. Oh, wait. You're VIP. talking about comic books. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. Movie. <laughs> Ooh. The creator of Deadpool. Yes. In the comics. and the, He's the creator of Deadpool in the movie. Yes. He will be there on hand. And he doesn't make too many appearances in the Midwest. We have a Rob Liefeld VIP ticket package, a VIP ticket, but also you get uh, some goodies for Deadpool fans, like um, priority access to his autograph line, which will be huge. Okay, so that that's a big deal. And there's also the Stan Lee package as well. So the Stan Lee experience, you get oh the Stan Lee experience. Yes, you get Stan Lee experience. Stop it. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> <laughs> You get an autograph, 
you get uh, of your choice on whatever you want, or your own item. You get a signed autograph that's already pre-signed from an item off their table. It could be on a comic, a poster, whatever they have available. You get a T-shirt. Um, you get a photo with Stan, a professional photo in a photo booth. Awesome. Um, and you also get the uh, line cut for the Stan Lee, and that line's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, you might want to consider that package as well. Yeah, and you're not kidding with the line because I got there at 9.30 last year, and it was a, a huge line out the door. So Yeah, hundreds and hundreds. Yes. So you definitely want to get there. When I mean the get there VIP. early, if you get the VIP, you get it at 9.30, you, got your, you get the cool lanyard with the badge on it, you walk around, strut your stuff, hey, I'm VIP. Like you know? a celebrity. Yeah, there like you go. Like in Wayne's World, they walk around. <laughs> you know? Your media pass last year had Green right. Lantern on it, that's in our studio. Yes, yeah. I, I think we got the artwork for that, for the, for the passes this year, mm-hmm. just haven't been unveiled yet. Okay. So, so do you get to like ask questions like Stan Lee, you can get, sit there and go, hey man, Mary Jane, marijuana? <laughs> Come on, Stan. Sixties. Everyone else can, but you're not allowed. Blake. Mary Jane. <laughs> Mary Jane. Come uh, on, we, man. Blake, we got Blake in the corner. Uh, get him out of here. <laughs> well, did thank Stan, you. Actually, Stan, Stan and I could probably Jane? hang out for a while. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Was uh, natural marijuana probably not? No, no, no. Oh, the, char- okay. the character was Stan still on the book when Mary Jane? He did Quentin, yeah. right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I didn't know how. Yeah. Yeah, because that was. Uh, Nod, nod, nudge, nudge. Issue. Mary Jane, Mary Jane. Know what I mean? Uh-oh. Know what I mean? Oh, the issue. Oh, well. No. Now I'm just wondering now. I'm right. curious. I'm going to find out now. First appearance of Mary Jane Watson. Well, you're going to sit. I want to say 35 or something. Oh, it was that early. I didn't realize. Okay. Mm. No, 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 no. I would get that for you. Oh, man. I, I just lost my nerd card. Right. Down. <laughs> so while you guys are Googling yourselves... <laughs> All right, so this is Andrew Satterfield, CincinnatiComicExpo.com. True fan, the man that organized it all. Thanks for coming out and uh, hanging out with us tonight and uh, yeah, having a good to time. Be here. Yeah, this is fun. You guys yeah, are awesome. This is the best part of the podcast. The rest just goes downhill from here. Oh, come on. <laughs> you want to sit in with us, huh? <laughs> You're going to stick around, right? 42 is our first full appearance. I mean, there you go. Good. Because the Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> it's your Wi-Fi. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so let's get on to a couple of quick story times before we get into the rest of the show here. Story time. Story time. Story time. Blake, speak on convention. You went yes. to Gen Con this week. Can you do a quick snippet of how Gen Con was? I can't do a quick snippet of Gen okay. Con. You know, I got 30 minutes of material to talk okay. about. Can you do a quick snippet this week, and then next week we'll do the big one? I, you know, I could probably condense it into five minutes. Okay. How's that? Okay, go. I'm timing you. It was great. That's that was a lot of that was, that was five seconds. How do you know? No, I had a very good time. Actually, this is Gen Con 49. Thank you very much. Next year is the 50th anniversary. Uh, I went out there this year only on Friday and Saturday. I came back home Saturday night. But uh, I attended... Much to uh, your wife's dismay. No, actually to her happiness, to tell you the truth. Oh. Well, actually, it was to her dismay. She was going to come out this year mm-hmm. when she found out that there was actually ballroom dancing classes as part of Gen Con. But then I told her I'm not fucking doing ballroom you dancing. Was. Oh, you Wait, Wait, Gen Con offered ballroom dancing? Yes, they do. They have like... Was there a spin on it? No. There's like side programs that you're... They, they I specifically know what that comic expo dis- next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Square they, dancing. Let me give you some examples. Yes. 
They I, no, actually, there's like a whole side thing for spouses. Mm-hmm. I guess that that aren't into the you know the, Gen Con the gaming. Widows. Okay. Yes, yeah, the Gen Con widows, <laughs> and. One of the things they usually have sometimes are like wine tasting, but they didn't have that this year, or at least I didn't find it. But I had told her, I said, hey, you know, there's some ballroom classes here. This is pretty interesting. She's like, okay, I want to come. Then I said, oh, I got this seminar I got to go to. I can't do the dancing. And I made sure I was booked for seminars the whole time. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm booked for these seminars. I got to go. You know, if she listens to us, you're screwed. Yes, exactly. Well, no, she knew knew exactly what it was. Yeah, she knew. She was like, you didn't sign us up for any bottom dancing. I said, no. She's like, I'm not going. I said, okay, that's good. But I did meet my uh, old fraternity brother, and and he brought his son out there Mm -hmm. there again uh, due to their conflict and schedule. They can only get out there for the day. But uh, when I was there for Friday, I was basically at seminar after seminar after seminar after seminar. I didn't sign up for any games. But I did do a lot of walking around. I, I met people at seminars and, uh, you know, some stuff we can talk about uh, later. But uh, probably the most interesting seminar that was most entertaining that people would be interested in would be uh, I went to a seminar hosted by uh, Goodman, who owns and ru- owns Goodman Games. So Goodman Games is a, you know, the RPG, um, you know, games that they set up originally uh, when the 3.5 open gaming license came back, oh, I loved to, when that to start. Yes, exactly. I know you would. <laughs> Basically, to start the old the old game field of the Gary Gygax, uh, you know, genre back in the original D and D. Yes, and so they actually had a, a panel on there that talked about in the back of the Dungeon Master's Guide. There's what they call the famous Appendix N, and the famous famous Appendix N is basically a list of authors in books and genres that Gygax basically said, hey, I read all these books, or my dad read these books to me as a kid. This is essentially all the inspiration that I draw upon for Dungeons & Dragons. You know, when he started going into the fantasy aspect of the miniature warfares that it evolved from uh, originally. So uh, Goodman was there, and the rest of the panel members were all Goodman adventure writers. Sweet. And so, essentially, what uh, Goodman did was uh, talk about his favorite Appendix N authors, and then he opened it up to the floor to you know to his writers that were there. And part of what a lot of his uh, writers and developers did were to go and read these Appendix N authors and books. And essentially, when they said, "Hey, A D and D first edition feel." That's what they went for. They went. They read all these books, and I said, and that's when they started making all these modules uh, that were great throwbacks to the original uh, Gygax, AD and D, and Basics. You know, so had a lot of fun there. You know, uh, talked about a lot of the history that's behind some of the authors. You know, the you know like the the Liebers and the Doyles and etc. About as we talked about before on the podcast when I said, hey, I want to go back and read. You know, Fawford and the Gray Mauser, and I started reading. It's like these weren't novels; these were basically short stories that were accumulated in the pulp fiction uh, uh, genre from like the 30s to the 50s, and they're actually just a, a basically a collection of short stories. And the same thing with the Conan, you know, etc. And they talked about a lot of that history, and they talked about the Vance novels, which uh, a lot of the uh, magic systems for Dungeons and Dragons came from. They had he had the original idea of where 
where the uh, magic user would have to read the spell language first and they cast a spell and then it's gone from their head. They have to go back and reread and put it back in their head and all that kind of fun stuff. So that was probably the most entertaining uh, seminar that I went to, so the Goodman Games and the Appendix N. And if you wanted to, you can Google, you know, Appendix N, you know, Dungeon Master's Guide, Gygax, and uh, you can see the whole list of authors and writers in there. And Did uh, you get hit with anybody throwing magic spells at you in those little bags? No, that's okay. that, that's the LARPing. I did oh, no okay, LARPing. Oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> no, that's, that's a true dungeon. Okay. okay. The, the LARPing <laughs> that goes sure. with that kind of deal. May but, I ask uh, a question? Yes, please, Andrew. What do you, you have? You call these seminars. Yes. That seems very technical. Can we just call them panels from now on? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds too educated. We do a lot of research on this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we go to seminars. Seminars. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I went to it. But I, it, it was, now you got them all flustered. <laughs> well, some of them have there are seminars. There are seminars. You feel seminars. like you're talking yeah, insurance though. When you say I feel seminar. like you're getting educational credit when you're done. <laughs> He did in D and D. Well, I did. I got a D and D credit. You <laughs> he, know? Moved from a, he moved from an elf to an ent. So oh, he's really go. good. Uh, well, there you go. I went from I don't even know what you're talking about. No, actually, <laughs> I leveled up, Jason. Oh, <laughs> see, that's what it works. You know, I did some leveling up too. I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, of course, as I say, every you know, again, it was a, another record-breaking attendance year. They keep uh, breaking attendance records. It was over 200. 1,000 this year. Uh, record number of exhibitors. 201,000 people. Jeez, oh, Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. How does that compare to Origins? Uh, it's uh, about five times as big. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. Blows it out of the water. Origins but, is yes. anywhere from 20 to 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends on the year. Yeah, but. I like Origins uh, better. It's smaller. I, do I don't, like I don't deal with crowds at Origins. All right, now since you talk about Origins, yeah, okay. and this will be a, a prelude like into Gen Con. This will be a prelude into my final uh, thought about Gen mm-hmm. Con. Yeah. You know, so we can keep moving. Uh, other than the fact that you know there are a lot of Harley Quinns prancing around of for the course. weekend. No, no, I, I, I have a question know. too. So go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Gen Con Origins. Yeah. Uh, how big of a presence was Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons at Origins? I don't think they were there. They said they were there. And what they've done, they actually came out this year they and were... said that they would. What I noticed, I had to go back and research this because when I was there, it was very plain to me. They had been dwindling every year their presence at basically the convention that they started. Yeah. They well. weren't there at all this year. Zero. There was no exhibition. There was no side hall. There was nothing Dungeons and Dragons. Now they had subletted their games out to a uh, a, a third party um, person that uh, ran the games. They're called uh, Baldman Games. Okay. Okay. But uh, nothing. No merchandise. No exhibition booth. No castles. No things that you go used to go there and look for, like the giant twenty sided die. Woo, you know. But <laughs> I'm talking about more stuff like you know the uh, the artwork that they would have there. Um, the giant statues that they would have of like a, maybe a drider, you know, Dro, and uh, nothing there, nothing there thing. at all. But the fact, the sad fact is, I wasn't the only one that noticed that they were completely not there at all. But they're still winning any awards, which are you know, you know, game developing awards for the year. But they yeah. weren't even there at all. Zero presence. 
This was the convention that they started, that Gygax started, TSR started back in Geneva, Wisconsin. Yeah. They were not there at all. Not there at all. They've been completely pushed out. They're no longer a co-sponsor. Whatever. It's now, what been you mean completely pushed out? taken over. Do you mean they just absent themselves? or you They think- just absented themselves. And the irony of the whole thing is the guy that owns Gen Con and runs it used to be the owner of Wizards of the Coast who brought D&D back in with the third edition you know, in the early 2000s who uh, basically kickstarted it after it was dead from TSR. He's the guy that owns the convention and runs it. He sold Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons to Hasbro, and Hasbro's basically said, "Ah, fuck you and fuck everybody." And we'll go to and they said, "We'll go to these smaller uh, conventions and we'll set our stuff up." And that's why I didn't go to Origins this year, but I knew Jeff did. And I said, "What kind of presents were they there?" I, if they were there, it wasn't something I was looking for. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't remember seeing it, it, uh, exactly there for them you think of the big trademark name you think of the proprietor you think of the big name in rpgs fantasy rpgs it's dungeons and dragons and they've essentially removed themselves from the biggest gaming convention now, that I, they I, started I, themselves yeah. well not they themselves but historically they've been the leading run and they've been dwindling every year and i noticed it this year and i talked to my buddy i said Look around this convention. Let's walk around, and I want you to tell me what you noticeably know that is not here. He said, "Well, now that you put it that way, where's D and D?" I said, "Exactly." Was Marlon Wayans there promoting them? No. Oh God, never mention that again. Yeah, I never mentioned Marlon Wayans, but it <laughs> but, was really good in it. But no, which is, which no. is really kind of upset because that's my flagship. You know, I don't. You know, I hated fourth edition. I'm not into fifth. I still do the three five. You know, but still, I mean, I grew up D and D. Larry Elmore, by the way, God bless his soul. Oh, so you got a picture with him. I got a picture of Larry Elmore. I bought his uh, tribute book. You know, that guy's like, what is it, say, over 60, 68 years old, you know, et cetera. So he's really nice. I I, I told him, he's like, I said, one of the best fantasy like, artists out there. I the, know, you don't no, have to tell me. The fantasy artist. I know. Now, granted, Pathfinder, I hate Pathfinder art. And those guys that draw it are so talented, I can, can't even come close to what they produce or anything like that. But. When it comes to fantasy art, Larry Elmore is it. Was there a big Monopoly presence? The game? No. Oh, okay. But there was a semi, the Pork Chop Express, that was there. I took a picture of that, put it up on the website. I'm not sure they had the big trouble little Monopoly thing. So, you know, probably. Payday? The game Payday? No, probably Uh, no Payday. But but they they probably had the, uh, what do you call it? Game of Thrones Monopoly. They They had Game of Thrones card games there. They were coming out and all that kind of fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, no no D&D. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Andrew, Andrew, you said you had a you had a question too. So what what was your question? Uh huh. About Gen Con. Oh, uh, Gen Con. (laughs) Right. So uh, you tell me, (laughs) is that because maybe they are abandoning it to go to other shows? And what shows are they going to then? Are they just not doing any shows? Well, they're uh, reading what I saw on the blogs and on the website, etc. They decided to focus. Uh, their attention and money on lesser known in smaller, more intimate conventions. like And they had on there Origins. And that's why I asked Jeff. I said, did you see them there? And they claimed to be there, but they didn't they, have that big yeah. of a presence. You I'm not know, saying like they, they weren't said. there, and they might have been there for people who were looking for them. Exactly. I wasn't looking for them. I was more there, you know, for, you know, the, the board game aspect mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. So I didn't really... Look, but honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of any role playing, at least in the main hall. 
Andrew, this is a yeah. big surprise. Uh, they're actually going to be outside your convention. Uh, they're just going to set up their own shop outside. That's what I yeah. thought. I got an application. Which is the coast. <laughs> <laughs> they want a street permits. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Only Blake will be there. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get meet up with forty going on fourteen oh. with their instant game show. I missed them all. I said, "Hey, where are you guys at?" And they're like, "Well, we're doing an instant game show in lesser known." traveled places yeah i said well that's great bringing uh education to the you know, entertainment to the masses that aren't outside the main exhibit hall and then they blew me off so i was like all right no 40 going on 14 i think it's personal yeah. well i want to talk more about it next week too they hated me i want to talk more about it next week yeah okay uh let's do the quick twitter poll of the week quick twitter poll what, what, of the week what? Story time. We, we still oh, we got a couple more things. things. We got a couple things. Okay. We got a couple things. Uh, you're going against the uh, outline here. I know. I throwing am. me off. I'm going to segue into something here. Twitter poll of the week. Oh, wait. First off, you had a good time at Gen Con, right, though? Yes. Okay. I will be back next year for it. Hopefully, there will be okay. no more babies being born around that time. Yes. God forbid. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Twitter poll of the week. Follow us on Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, what grade would you give the film Suicide Squad? Uh, 12% had C, average. That's what I would have voted for if I voted on the poll. 20% had D slash F, awful. That kind of surprised me. Did they see Batman v Superman? Like just, just because one is terrible doesn't mean the other think, one just isn't. Saying, just saying. Those are all Marvel fans. Okay. <laughs> Marvel fanboys. 24% uh, second place was B, or, or good a, but not great. Or offended feminist. <laughs> and four, number one was A, awesome at 44%. So amongst, you know, amongst, our fans. Amongst the people who follow you on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this oh. was actually our highest poll response yet. Ooh. So Ooh. there you we go. We got three people instead No, we did two. not get three. <laughs> Shut up. And we at least got four because there were four different answers. <laughs> makes these percentages up. There's nothing scientific. It's whatever he feels. The stats are made up. It's okay. That's right. <laughs> uh, so let's do get into Suicide Squad here. Okay, so there will be spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter because you won't get spoiled anyway. Okay. But we're going to talk about it. So people like Blake who have yet to see the movie... It's okay. Still won't be spoiled. No. When Blake sees it in like two years, he'll be. He'll, he'll talk about it on our podcast then. Yes. Uh, Andrew, did you like it? I loved it. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, well, let's do some background. <laughs> did you like Batman v Superman? I hate it. Okay, good Batman. man. Okay, okay. We're good. Batman v Superman. I refused to go see it in theater, to be honest. Okay? I did not like the direction they were going in. That's not my classic Superman. That's fine, though. Mm-hmm. I will still see the movie. I'm a fan. Um,. And I wanted to see what I was talking about. So it came out on Blu-ray recently. So I figured, hey, I'll go get it. So I got it, sat down. I told my wife, hey, I got Batman vs. Superman. Okay, well, I'll come down and watch it. Within the first half hour, I lost half my family. Okay? <laughs> they all had left the room. You know, it's just me and my one son left in the room. I have, there's six of us. I lost three people within the first half hour. Then I lost another one, probably about towards the end. He's like, dad... And just left and it was just me and I was like felt like I was punishing myself continuing to watch the movie I was like this is the most darkest film there's not one smile no. in the whole no. thing not one laugh there was a joke I didn't get it Martha. but it was just Martha. so serious Martha. I just 
It was not my bag of tea, you know? Right. So I have to ask, did you see the theatric cut or the director's cut with the added stuff in? I believe I saw the... I bought it on Blu-ray, and uh, I believe it was the all the... Director's oh, okay. cut? Yeah, the director's cut. Oh, dear cut. God, you sat through it longer than we did. Yeah. yeah. I have a, a decent movie room. It's pretty nice. Well, I and I sat down in it, and I was like, so any movie is usually great in it. And this was... This was <laughs> Even High Spirits. Yeah. <laughs> love that movie. So I sat there, and I just like... Like, I was just, oh, man. Even my wife looked at me before she left the room. She she saw me, and she was like, are you going to stay awake? <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> so, I mean, I like Ben Affleck. You know, I think they shoehorned Wonder Woman in, and it was just... See, we actually, Jeff and I actually thought Wonder Woman was the best part of the That was film. the only yeah. good part. Yeah. And angsty I, Batman. Yeah. How's but, angsty Batman go? I'm angry, and I'm angsty. Arr, arr. That's the extent of Batman in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like I said, Cinema Sins came out today or this week with everything wrong with Batman v Superman. It's twenty two minutes, so <laughs> that's about it, the normal. It, it pretty much, I put it on our Facebook page today. It's pretty much accurate on everything. So on how bad it is. It's my least favorite superhero movie of every superhero movie I've ever seen. Worse than Green Lantern? Yes. Wow. At least it was Green Lantern. I've watched the whole entire thing, and then the cool thing was my son got a Green Lantern ring at the end, so that was kind of made up for a mediocre... (laughs) And Ryan Reynolds in it. I like Reynolds. uh, He wasn't even good in that, though. I thought this was was even worse. I thought Batman v Superman was worse than Superman Returns, and I hate it. Superman Returns. Oh my gosh. When I saw Superman Returns with my with the whole Expo crew. We went and saw it. And we just got up and walked out of it. And all of us just shook our heads. And we were just... I just said we all shook our heads. We were kind of like, okay. And that was about yeah, it. Like Stalker Superman? I'm still yeah. looking at you, Lois. I'm still staring at you from space. Is that my son? No. No, it's not. That, no. that, that, that was Superman Returns. Yeah, that's what I said. It was Oh. No, oh, not Man of Steel. No, Man, Man of Steel. I thought you were talking about Man of Steel. No, no. Man of Steel, I, I did not care for. So then like returns, it, that whole first opening sequence with him getting the plane and mm-hmm. throwing it down, uh, bringing it down, that was amazing. That yeah, made the movie for me. <laughs> it was like, wow. And then it just got continually worse. Yes. If they would have just kept that 20 minute and just showed that as a movie, I would probably have been like Penn, the best movie ever. When Cal Penn is your biggest threat for muscle, it's an issue. <laughs> him and Kevin Spacey, that's an issue <laughs> against Superman. Sorry. Jeff, did you like Suicide Squad? I, it was in the middle. There okay. were parts I liked, parts I didn't. Um, did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a extended cut with the stuff that should have been in there that wasn't. I think I might actually buy the extended cut. If they put one out, I was reading today, They the director said this is the director's cut. David Ayer said that? Yeah, yeah he did come out and say that this Damn is it. it. But there's obviously deleted scenes because there's yeah. one scene where he says, I can't wait to show you my toys. And that yeah. was in all the previews, yeah. oh. but it wasn't in the movie. Yeah, yeah, apparently some Redditor is suing them for like false advertising because there's That's stuff great. in the trailers <laughs> that weren't in the movie. And they, there, there was like have a they list seen of, movies before? Yeah. Oh, but man. apparently there's... I know that'll go nowhere, but apparently someone decided to go through the process of filing paperwork to sue them for cutting things out of the movie. I remember the first time I saw a trailer for a movie, and it wasn't in the movie. Yeah. It was Major League. And they oh, said, okay. "What that ball? That ball would have been out uh, all ballparks, and they, or all parks." Yeah. And they said, "Name one: Yellowstone was not in the movie." I still remember that. You to quote this that day. all the time. I, I know. didn't realize that's where that was. From. It was from Major League, the trailer, not the, the tra- movie. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put it in Major League Three. It would have made it a lot better. Uh, it couldn't have made it worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I was disappointed they didn't do enough with Captain Boomerang, and he came off as everything. Uh, everything about Captain Boomerang I hated in the movie. Yeah, my son's two favorite characters was Will Smith mm-hmm. and Captain Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I, I'm not allowed to talk to your son about movies <laughs> <laughs> because it will just get into an ugly argument. Uh, I. I loved, uh, like I said, I loved Harley Quinn. I thought Joel Kinnaman did a decent job as Flag, Rick Flag. Uh, he, he was a little over the top, but I thought it was decent yeah. enough that I they I didn't like that he was having this love relationship with June Moon. Yeah, because there wasn't really much explained. Like there wasn't much. They slept yeah, together. I, that was I, about it. I thought the yeah the whole uh, story of her and whatnot was glossed over pretty quickly, and apparently. In that list of things, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be the opening act. Yes, yes. Uh, to show you know uh, her becoming enchantress or yeah. whatever they called her, and they decided to go with Will Smith instead. Oh, as the opening. Yeah. I Did d- you think the dancing of the enchantress there at the very end? That was weird. <laughs> I was going to mention that. <laughs> I was watching that. I'm like, I was like what, what is she doing? It almost reminded me of uh, Seinfeld. She did a little kick. Doing the Elaine kicks. I was like, "What's going on here?" I was watching that. I was like, "Am I the only one noticing that she's dancing while she's making this evil thing?" I'm kind of confused by it. No, but it wasn't even like a good dance. No, it was, it was weird. It's like they really needed a choreographer for that. <laughs> I thought I did not like that enchantress. Enchant- enchantress was the main bad guy in a street level squad. I did not like that. I wanted it to be a gangster or a mobster or a domestic terrorist. I did not like the mystical element of her being the main bad guy. I didn't even like that she was... I thought she was originally going to be on the squad. I didn't like that idea either. Yeah, I'll give you that. I wish there was a different type of villain than what they had as a villain. Um, It just seemed too... Like you said, I wish it was more street level or another type of uh, enemy that they were fighting. It wasn't like this mythical creature with these... I don't like Whoever designed the the, the grunts of the bad guys... Mm -hmm. They get an F. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yes. that, that was like the most lamest. Design. Well, they're like. I felt like they were mo- shooting this movie. Okay, they're just going to go to this tower and you know try to get through the city. Okay, that can work. It worked in the new Judge Dredd movie. Like he had to go to the top of the building, the apartment building, and he was killing all these bad guys. Yeah. I felt like in Suicide Squad, they're like, yeah, they're yeah, we gotta uh, get them to the building. Who are they going to fight? Ah, oh, shit, we need some guys just to kill. To show how good this group is. Let's just make them fucking rocks or whatever they were. And I thought that was, I agree, I thought it was a lazy, like, oh, we're just going to put them in as yeah. bad guys. Yeah, and they were like, the fact is that they were solid creatures when they cut them or yes. killed them, but yet they were moving around like nothing. Yeah. Made that to me logically, I just like... It's I, I, mystical. I know. <laughs> oh, we're just going to mystical. It's magic. I thought I just got to believe anything, it's right? It's illusion. I know it's superhero movies, but can you at least make that element a little bit more believable? Leave right? your suspense of reality at the door. I, I gave it a C plus. The more I thought about it, the more I liked it. I felt like if you did do a director's guy, I think it would piece it together a little bit better. Um I, I, I still liked it, and again, I don't know if it's because Batman v Superman and Man of Steel, I hate it so much. Uh, they are making a Man of Steel too. I you heard. see that? They yes. just reboot no. it. No. 2018. Just reboot the damn thing. <laughs> All right? Or don't make any more. Don't make any more. Just, just put him on teams. Just, just He's re- coming back in Justice League, so... Well, no, no, he's dead. He can't come back. Yeah, that, yeah, that would yep, be against... Right. But the dirt was moving. The dirt. Oh, the dirt was remember that? The it was like shaking off the... Uh... All right. Yeah, I just... Uh... So I like the movie. I will be buying the extended cut, and if they got a steel ray, steel box Blu-ray, I will mm. be buying that as well. That's how much I'll I will buy it. the extended cut because I'm intrigued enough to see it. I liked it enough. 
Batman v Superman, I hate that. I didn't care about the extended cut to make it even better. I, I, wish, I wish I never bought it. <laughs> I want to see the extended cut. You do it cut. as a giveaway at your convention? <laughs> I, I might have to. I mean, I even bought it in 4K. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, it was only like a, a couple dollar difference. I said, oh, what the hell? It can't be that bad. Oh, oh I know. Then I watched it, and I was like, oh, I'll never watch this again. Speaking of superhero movies, I saw Chef. <laughs> superhero movie you just now saw Chef I did see Chef my wife and I needed a movie and it was on Netflix and we're like <sighs> I've been passing this John Favreau movie up like six months now eight months six, it's been like a year and a half yeah, I, I think since we started talking about it it was enjoyable it was enjoyable the ending was awful but you know he gets married to her at the end and there was like literally her and uh, him and Sophia Vergara yeah they get married at the end they're ex- they got married at the end yeah their ex-husband and ex-wife and did I miss that, or did they put a different ending on it from what I saw? Got married at the end. Did you not see that part? I don't remember them getting married at the end. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, they, I didn't like that part because there was no love connection between them. They were yeah. friendly as exes. I, I thought that's—I don't remember. Yeah, getting remarried. Oh well. The last scene is him picking up the kid at the end, and her in the bride dress, and him in the the tux. Oh. Did you see this movie? I did see okay, the movie. I was just checking. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. it though. Yeah, across the country. Yeah. Uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't a bad guy in it, like in uh, Spawn. <laughs> Which would have been clown. a better character. That would have been so great if, if it was John the killer clown. I do like how easy they make that any business that you start up is very successful. As long as you know, you speak Spanish, you get the guys over, and that's it. The first time. Did you see that? They pull into Miami. He's, he like says something, and everybody just comes and buys food from them. Because they were easy. making authentic Cubano no, sandwiches. No, not that easy. Nope, not that easy. <laughs> well, so, when you would, have a good product, it sells if itself. so, I would be driving a food truck right now. Yeah, but you don't make good Cubano sandwiches in Miami. But he doesn't have to because the best food truck at Gen Con, at least in my opinion, was... The past? No, the frozen yogurt one. Because everybody else is sweating and stinking up inside their food, <laughs> you know, their their food trucks, and you just had the guy sitting in the front passenger seat collecting money, handing out bowls, and you just watch people pour their own you know, frozen yogurt and put their own topping on Did it. You get some? No. No. Oh, okay. But I sat there and said, you know, if I'm going to get a food truck, that's the way to go. Because you sit out in this 80, 85, 90 degree heat. It's going to be refrigerated. Okay. And the so, only thing you got to do is make sure kids and drunk college kids aren't putting their mouth on the frozen yogurt spigots. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing because just by in the last hour, since I Comic Expo is now going to have Dungeons and Dragons out on the street and a frozen yogurt <laughs> a food frozen truck. Yogurt food truck. There you go. I, I, can we buy a frozen? Uh, can we buy a food truck? Like, I'll do it with you. I've contemplated being like an espresso cappuccino food truck on the go that would go to offices and office spaces, and office complexes. Because eh. eh. I like making espresso. Okay. okay. Can I join yeah. you? Sure. Okay, I'll take anything at this point. We'll add you to the club. <laughs> we can do it. It'll be an espresso slash frozen yogurt truck. <laughs> there you go. Mix. They could mix. You can put your frozen yogurt in your espresso. No, no. Yeah, there is an ice cream thing where you take a little bit of a gelato mm-hmm. and you put an espresso shot on and you eat it that way. There you go. Uh, in case you thought we forgot, we haven't. We're going to start with listener feedback. We're only an hour or so into this. Let's do it. Yeah, so we got this uh, guy named Doug. Number one fan, Doug. Can't give yourself a nickname. He says, uh, I expect a full report on the Fiji-Columbia rugby match in the Olympics. Phil, Fili, Fiji, is thumping them. Fili? 
Philly. I was thinking uh, of dwarves. Uh, I did not see the Fiji Columbia rugby match. I did not see the rugby match either, but I'll tell you, I have been watching a lot of uh, women's beach volleyball. I watched that last night too. That was a good match. I'm talking a lot of women's beach volleyball. <laughs> I'm talking when I got back from Gen Con, <laughs> I got drunk and I watched Vimmy's <laughs> Beach Volleyball. Did you know that there was an actual volleyball in the game? Can you not be creepy? Oh, there was? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I started to think about it. I was like, hey, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. But then I thought about the whole equal opportunity thing for like uh, women and gays. Because when they go to the men's beach volleyball... They're wearing these big baggy shorts and these big, you know, big baggy tops. Would you rather have the guys wear some tight fitting? Yeah, they should be out there in banana slings. If they're going to make the women wear those tight bikinis, they should at least put the men in banana slings and T-tops or something. Banana hammocks is the official term. Banana slings. Okay. You talking about the the very thin ones you're talking about? Yeah. Oh! That's even worse. No, no. I'm telling you, man. There's the you know the whole uh, in, you know inequality of this whole thing is just really a disturbing. I think they should do the banana slings in judo. I think mm-hmm. that's what they should wear. That'll make yeah, it better. There you go. Yeah, you know, I used to call ultimate uh, UFC. I used to call it ultimate nut rubbing. Because <laughs> when we used to watch that in Afghanistan, all the Euro guys, Euro European, you know, forces love that stuff. And I was like, what is the great thing about this? All it is, two guys. Rubbing each other's nuts on each other on the floor. I couldn't all the get. Time. I can't get into UFC. I could never fight in UFC because they they don't wear shoes or socks. It creeps me out. I don't, I don't want to on my face. Say, it's ultimate <laughs> nut rubbing, basically. Is what that, that's your biggest problem. Yeah, yeah that too. I, I I remember watching UFC when I was like single digits in the teens. It, it was really no truly, weight class. No, no weight class. No nothing. Yeah. It was truly back when martial art was around. Yeah, it was martial art against martial art style. And, you know, you would see the karate guy against the judo guy. You would see, you know, the wrestler against the hapkido guy. It was truly a martial art versus martial art. And he, and he eventually evolved in this MMA ultimate nut rubbing thing where they just got on the ground and, you know, dry humped each other for the entire match. I, I keep waiting for somebody to bring a steel chair into the ring. I get bored. Bring yeah. a steel chair in. That's all I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. Just hit one. You know, Can somebody like hit jump it. off the cage? Do something. Instead you, of putting your you foot got in eight your corners. Face. Choose one and jump Choose off. Choose one of and bash his head in one. Crying out loud. Bring a barbed wire bat in. Get some excitement. Oh, uh, we lady. actually did have another listener feedback that you did not know about. Uh, Doug tweeted to us. Hey. Could Blake try to pronounce uh, Serge, Serge Knight again? <laughs> Ah, uh, Mr. Sue, good night. That's real fun. We were talking about like Straight Out Compton last week, <laughs> yeah. the movie. Great I haven't film. seen it yet, but I've been suggest- people have suggested that I watch it. It's a very good movie. There's your, there's your phone. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a very good movie. Uh, Blake uh, doesn't know how to say uh, Show Knight. Show Come on, try it again. Try it again. Just say it. Shug. And then you go, Sugi Night. Sugi Night. Sugi Night. Sugi Night. Sugi Night. It's spelled Suge. Do you realize I'm the one with a speech impediment, not you? Yeah. I was a speech impediment, not just can't pronounce words. No, I'm going with it. Yeah, we were talking about the square white guy can't say Shug Night. Suge. Well, let's keep going on. Because right. you were talking about your beautiful Ab Fab. Yes, yeah. Last week, I we had uh, threats of violence on the show last <laughs> yes. week. And uh, so, regarding Jason and Jeff's mocking of Ab Fab, uh, Andrew, did you see Absolutely Fabulous in the movie? 
No. Or the TV show? No. Or, is, is, no. It's like Sex in the City, but the British version. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I'm going to punch you again. Hey. <laughs> it, it's about two lonely British women. No. You know, you know what? One's named Carrie. She writes a column. She lives in London. When will she find love? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Large is her husband is her husband to be, but she's Are you serious? Yeah, that's the plot. That's the plot. Wow, that's that's, the plot. that's like a. I'm going with that. The, that's the plot. You know, the specific... only one that I used to see all the time on TV on a regular basis is when I lived at my old house, and it was the one about the store. Are you being served? Yes. They're remaking it. They just released the cast photo. Uh, I love that show. Couldn't stand that show. Oh, I loved it. That theme song was so annoying. Yes, it was. But you knew the show was on, so you walked and watched it because you heard that thing. Oh, you know, the cast register. Yeah, like every what? single That's character right. was annoying. No. That, that, that show was uh, Forerunner. That had the first like openly gay guy character on the TV show. He wasn't gay. Yes, he was. <laughs> Get the heads. Uh, no, they remake. They're remaking, and they showed the cast, and it's actually going to take place in the same time era and they're all dressed the same too so i'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by it i yeah. would give it a chance well maybe when it comes on we'll have to come over and watch it i think there you should. You go. then we could watch sex in the city too aka ab fab that would no, be awesome <laughs> you obviously don't you want can, the, uh, you sent me on a, watch that uh <laughs> you sent me on a quest to gen con uh-huh jason yes i did <laughs> what you got there ab fab the book no, I, I you you had I said I said in order for me to buy this for you, you had to do what? I had to talk nice about AppFab. You've already <laughs> fucked it up. Do you see this? Uh, Blake bought a board game. Do you see game. this game? <laughs> there you go. I just threw it on the floor. This AppFab sounds fabulous. It is. It's absolutely fabulous. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'll give a positive review. I am. So. It, I asked Blake to pick me up a board game for my son. That is for my son. You're denying him. You denied him. <laughs> Don't blame this on me. But I got a text message back as long as you talk nice about AmpFab. <laughs> I thought I was. <laughs> I was talking about Sarah Jessica Parker. She was in it, right? No. Anyways. Um, she was in AmpFab? Yeah, I think no, so. No, she was not. AmpFab was based them, on her character from Don't Sex let, and the City. No, that's, that's not, what we're going Not with. at all. Don't let them poison your brain this way. Andrew... <laughs> They hired a not uh, doppelganger, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Blake. What's next? Anyways, regarding Jason and Jess mocking of Absolutely Fabulous from uh, Macau God at That'd Meow be Meow God. God. Meow God at Meow God. You know, Meow God is trademarked. Did you see a little TM? Like I did that? see that. Said, uh, AbFab is a good series! Exclamation point. Way better than those crappy slut in the cities. Though there's a slut in the though there is a slut in the show that is true. See, yeah, yeah, that, that's the like it's completely uh, different name? one. Uh, was she the the Kristen Davis was Lumley's oh. character. Yeah. Wait, you guys have all seen this Ab Fab? I've never seen it in my life. <laughs> they have no idea what they're talking about. That's why I get so frustrated, Andrea. <laughs> There is like you realize there's a, all this TV now. Yes. On Netflix and and yeah. you're watching. They're not cultured people, Andrew. <laughs> oh, because it's British, it's cultured. Of course. <laughs> I feel like Kevin and Chris are cultured. Oh boy. I don't. I've seen their film reviews. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Chris, Chris Richardson at Chris Three Six Fly Flick said, "Abfab is not sex in the bastard city." How dare you, sir? Blake, I've got your back. You got a lot of love. These are only two of That's the many right. Ab Fab's responses. Good, on Twitter. because you deserve it. 
I'm sorry. Did anybody else side with us? No, no nobody no, sides no, with no, you. I'm going to side on I've never even heard of this until today. <laughs> Again, just watch Sex in the City. Much better. Andrew, I'm going to give you so a free better. pass because you're working on Cincinnati Comic Expo year-round. You don't have time for this. Nah, I work full, you know, two full-time exactly, jobs. Exactly, two full-time jobs. So I'm going to give you a, a pass. Uh-huh. So you really thing. like you, – you're like on the show – like every episode comes out. You're I like, don't know why I'm on this show, Andrew. Then I know me. Fab, fam. He's talking. I don't know why I'm on this show. Why am I on this podcast? I don't know, Andrew. Why am I here? <laughs> because you're. Oh, our this is what I put up with every week. Because you're our Amp Fab expert. You, you, you should have seen. He's our culture expert. Is that yes. what it is? Yes. I'm the culture. <laughs> exactly. I'm the culture expert. Do you expert. feel like it's kind of cheating? Like, do you think the writers just took the scripts from Sex in the City and just the kind of copied make it? it? Yeah, and just said, here you go, Aunt Fab, we'll give you a bone. Here you go, write this. I feel like that could be part of it. Reviews from fans, from Kevin. <laughs> I'm still working squad. on my Suicide Squad review. We'll give my rating, though, 3.75 out of 5. Having Slipknot. You guys didn't talk about Slipknot, did you? No. no. In there was nothing more than a plot device. Feel bad for that actor. This is not Kevin from 365, mind you. This is a different Kevin. Sorry. This is just Kevin. Yes, just Kevin. Kevin, I agree. Slipknot was just a, a way of just saying... He was there those, to die. He was there to die right away to show you that there were bombs in their necks. Yeah. We got a new tweet today. He went oh. to see it for the second time. Wow. Suicide Squad. No joke. Slipknot was on screen for a minute and 15 seconds. I timed it. <laughs> hey, now, he got a this... full-size poster yeah. out of it, right? Now, his image on it. <laughs> oh, did he really? Yes. yes, they had a poster image of him. And I, was, oh. and, I went you know, back. He was in the cast photo, too. I'm like, why is he in the cast photo? I have absolutely no problem with you know having the character who's there just to die. I mean, you watch yeah. Usual Suspects. That's what uh, Fenster was. Mm-hmm. They, they said that when they you know cast him. The only reason you're here is to die. But they still made him part of the thing, so when he died, it meant something. Yes, right. I agree with that. I will give you that, and maybe that's a point. You know, something I overlooked yeah. before is that he should have died at a moment that was more critical, or like, or uh, maybe more than a minute twelve after he or was he introduced. Or you would have had a backstory. Any backstory. Like they went and got everybody else, and then oh yeah, and this guy. He climbs. <laughs> yeah. The, the, this guy. Yeah. He, he uses ropes. Yeah. Or like maybe when he saw the aliens or whatever they were, the mythical creatures, and saw them like, oh shit, I'm out of here, and then he just okay. bolts it. Yeah. Yeah. So then it puts the emphasis like we have to do this mission. We have no choice. They said in the uh, cut scenes. He was actually referred to as he was a rapist too. So they said, not only did you hate him for cutting out, he's now a rapist. Let's make him the worst. <laughs> it's like, Thanks. <laughs> now I'm glad he's dead. Oh, we're glad Amanda Waller decided to have him killed. I did think go back. Man, that's quick. a terrible way. Like, oh, you're in you're in the Suicide Spot movie. What did you play? Well, I was in it for a minute and a half. I got my head blown off, and I was a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> Call my agent. <laughs> I'm up for any movie. Uh, I did I think real quick on Suicide Squad, I loved when Amanda Waller shot everybody, all of her team. That was awesome. Oh, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that, it. I, I, that's what I really liked. Well, one, she's a great actress. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was Amanda Waller was probably the best part, second best part behind Harley mm-hmm. Quinn. I felt so bad. There was that young agent that was working for her, that younger yeah. girl. She had like one or two lines, and like she got her 
got blown in the head because of her. And she's yeah. just like yeah. so supportive of her boss. You know, <laughs> we need yeah. to close everything down and get out of here. Okay, boss, I'll do this right now for you. Boom. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you do it? Yep, done. <laughs> you know, yeah, Psh, boom. And it's like, oh. I feel like that's the most. I'm supposed to kill the driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Slipknot isn't the hardcore metal band? No, no, it isn't. No, Suicide no. Squad? That would have been yeah. better if it was. <laughs> no, he was okay. in there before he got played by another member of the Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. Keep going. All right, Des- from uh, Desmond Hassing at D. Hassing. We haven't heard from Desmond in a while. No, yeah, he's All working right. on his seventh uh, theater degree, so that's why. All right, so uh, Suicide Squad is not very good, but I liked it better than Batman v Superman. After seeing Suicide Squad, I don't buy that Leto's Joker finds things he's doing funny. I agree. I, I, Ooh, I you guys agree. haven't talked about Leto's Joker portrayal yet. This is what I'm yeah. most interested it's a, in. I think it's a different take. I don't think he's meant to be funny. Yeah. No. He's not. I mean, it's, But I didn't like when he was just start laughing and you're like, eh, even as yeah. a psychotic, he you're really not something why you're not laughing funny at and then laughs is what I think really bothered Daz. I like that they did a different take on him. Like I yeah. said, he's not my Joker that I grew up with. That's fine. I have no issue with them reinventing the character. They've done it so many times in the comic books. You know, he's not a comedian in it. You know, he's you know they each he had different stages in the comic books. So I have no issue with it. You mean he was different order. people in the comic books? Let's not start talking about that. We're chair. not talking about that. That there's three different jokers. No, stop it. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. The one thing I did not like about Jared's uh, Joker, and it's not so much him. It was that when they put the 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 mouth on his hand mm-hmm. and he would put up. I just found that just like. Trying too hard to be clever, to be clever, yeah. And I just kind of found it annoying, yeah. And he did it like what three times, yeah. He did it on Harley Quinn. That's one of the things I actually liked. Oh Oh, my god! (laughs) Wasn't that some old English French guy that used to do that? uh, I was thinking that when he was doing that. When he was doing, I was actually thinking that in my head, like, wow, that's just really. I was like, Mister, what's his name? I can't remember the guys. No. Yeah, I know you're not cultured. You would know Jason. Tattoos of the mustaches on their fingers. Who does that? Weird chicks. That? Yeah, they get Weird mustache chicks get right the little there mustache on their finger tattoo and, finger. and look yeah, like they got a mustache. Because people are stupid. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and ten years later, they're like, why'd I do this? Why do I have the line well, on my Well, it's just on the, the inside of their finger. Still, no. It's not an important no. area. No. It was a French or English guy. What was his name, Andrew? It was like Mr. Oh, Richard. Mr. Topogio? Yeah, he put the little <laughs> wig on his hand with the lipsticks around his... Uh... Oh, that guy? Oh, Charlie yeah. Chaplin. No. <laughs> what the? Like, That's like way <laughs> off. Somebody <laughs> Google it. Hand puppet. Yeah, Jeff. Hand Mr. Oh, it wasn't it uh, Jennifer Lopez? No, no, not South Park. No, 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 no. No, they ripped it from that old guy. What's his name? See, here's this person. It's not very good from Desmond Hansen. Mm-hmm. Not very good. But I liked it better than Batman vs Superman, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think that's why maybe I like it so much because I hated Batman vs Superman. I said this before, I and I think it's because it's not that, you know, they went at least it's better. I still don't agree that the critics that are bashing the hell out of this thing. It's almost I like don't... this is like the thing to do right now. Hey, just beat that crap out of that movie, and I just don't feel like it's justly deserved. It did get uh, was like twenty seven percent. Yeah, like thirty yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just or something, above Batman v Superman. I'm like, did you guys watch the film? I know. Did you see the same movie? Because I I tell you what, it to me, I went in there and I had a good time for you know two hours. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. It. I I did. I do. And agree. for me, that at least gives at least a. 50. <laughs> yeah, at least up there. At least, well, all movie reviews end in a B rating. It's an in-running joke that we have on the show. 
<laughs> Entertainment Weekly hated the movie. It was awful. B minus. What? <laughs> what did they that? give Suicide Squad? B. They hated it, so they gave it a B. B. <laughs> uh, we did not get any reviews for the AmpFab movie. I'm not kidding. I, I gave you my review exist. last week. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's a joke. We did get a lot of reviews for Sex in the City 2. They said it was a lot better than the AmpFab movie. No, it's not. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> There was a Sex in the City too. I'm yes, yes. I saw the first one. Uh, they both came out before App Fab movie. Just saying. Uh, anyways, go on. Keep right. going. Anyways, we'll keep on going. Least. From uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Feet. I mean, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks pod. Annalise at Wired Tech Girl said, "Listen to episode 135. Ha! Thank you for the birthday song. Blake has Maryland dialed in. Little smiley winky face. And uh, hashtag I park where I want. Gangster style." We got a lot of, I'm not kidding you, we did get a lot of tweets about us singing last week. Oh. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> it's one of the few times we actually sing somewhere decent. Well, now that happy birthday is an open domain, you know. That is true. We don't have to pay any royalty nope. fees. We can sing it. It could be our theme song. <laughs> and Marilyn's dead, so that makes it easier. <laughs> I don't think she's coming back. No. All right, then we got uh, Cotton with a K. Cotton at B Cottoned. It's like, you know, fluffy. Like, get fluffied. Cotton Fluffy? If you wanna. Sure. Cotton says, a tidbit you guys might want to know about, dot, 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 Stranger Things was rejected by at least 15 networks before landing on Netflix. And I believe it because network TV is all about not taking chances. I'm kind of surprised. I thought NBC, you know, would really see the quality I thought Fox would be all over it. Well, they would, but they would cancel it after three episodes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, or show it out of order. They would just show the episodes out of order. Yeah. Wait a minute. How would that minute. work? What, what's this pilot? Wait a minute. I thought the boy was missing and they were looking for him. Why is he? He's found. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they started episode one. Now, why are they showing mazes and monsters now? I don't understand. It's still bitter about uh, Firefly. Yeah. Fuck you, Fox. Did, uh, uh, <laughs> so Stranger Things kind of came out of nowhere. I never heard of it. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's everywhere. And yes. my wife wants to see it. Thank yes. God. You know, so I got a nice show to watch with her. So don't talk about it too much. It's, a, it's only eight, it's only eight episodes. You can binge watch it on you know this. Well, obviously, I saw it in two days. Yeah. You know, so you liked it? Days. Oh yeah. I, well, I watched the first three episodes on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I enjoy it. it. It's okay, but I didn't think it was living up to the hype. Then I watched the next five episodes on Monday, <laughs> and yeah, it got so good. So I spent way too many late nights with that that show it was good it's the last two episodes were good but i felt like they could have ended it a little bit better but it still was a well very i love the series well let me ask you this because is it one of those shows when you watch it once you don't need to watch it again because it's a special no no i'll go back i'm gonna go back and watch it again when i get free time sure yeah i would definitely watch it and it's nice because it's only eight episodes so you could go back and watch it and wouldn't take too much and they're not an hour long episode no actually they vary in length one episode would be like 45 minutes the next one would be like 52 as long as they needed to tell the story you see netflix president did they did not renew it yet for season two but they said it is the number one down, uh, watch show on mm-hmm. Netflix, even more than Daredevil. And they said, <laughs> the president today said, yeah, it would be kind of dumb of us for not to renew it, huh? You think? <laughs> yeah. Don't go all are Sony. You, are you NBC? Don't go all Sony on NBC, this. Yes. You know, no, but, uh, you know. How truth- come Netflix, man, they must got some good talent over there because they just seem to be picking up some really yeah, good Yeah, but they show. said they're not making as much money because they're losing money on some of the projects that they're uh, missing on. Uh, the new Boz um, 
Who's it, who did Moulin Rouge? Baz Luhrmann. Thank you. I can never get, forget. Uh, remember his name. Love Moulin Rouge. Uh, he's doing a new TV series for Netflix. It's cost a hundred and twenty million dollars in production, and they said they're a, even if it's a huge hit, they're probably going to lose tons of money on it. It's oh, like wow. that's too much. Hundred twenty million. That's a movie for yeah. fuck's sake. Who the hell finance that? Movies aren't even financed for hundred twenty no. million. Wow. Well, then we're talking about you know here's in our box box office yeah. bombs. You got great hits for twenty million for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah, hundred twenty mm. million. I'm like, maybe you should stop making TV shows for that much Netflix. No and you can make it. That's just yo. Know, hey, banking on the residuals of keeping subscribers because they're putting out so much material. They it are. seems that it's just crazy. Like I watched the whole Man in the High Castle series. Yeah, on Amazon. I've heard about it. Oh, that that's was Amazon. That's Amazon. Okay, I thought mm-hmm. that was Netflix for a minute. And uh, did you like it? I liked the first several, and okay. there was bits of where I saw greatness, and then there was then it got kind of slow. I'm two episodes in. I saw the pilot when they did, you know, they do their pilot season. You can vote on the pilots, Amazon. And I saw the pilot, and then they re- agreed to do a series on it. I saw the first two episodes. It's one of those I really want to like it. Oh, I, I desperately wanted to like it, but it didn't seem they got more into... Um, I wanted to know, like, what was the decisions behind how they broke up the U.S.? Yeah. You know, who got what? Why is there just... I didn't feel like they got much into the backstory. It was just kind of... You saw snippets of it. Yeah. But maybe I missed it. Maybe I dozed off for 20 minutes. I missed, like, a key part. But... But the ending, the last episode, I just really felt like, wow, that was not that great of an ending. Yeah, kind of like Wayward be, Pines. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Wayward Pines. Did you see Wayward Pines? No. Don't. I'll, I'll save right. you 10 hours of your life right now. Oh, well, I watched Man in the High Castle like over the course of a week. That and... sounds like a good concept. I, I'm familiar with uh, the Man in the High Castle and all the, the alternate post-World War II universe and stuff. So yeah, The thing I was frustrated with is I really felt like I never... I, I, I don't know. I gave I watched the whole damn thing. I still felt like I didn't know what the hell happened. <laughs> By the end of it. <laughs> you know? and, I, and I don't think the ending helped clear anything up for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they're chasing these films. And then yeah. when I got to the end, I just still didn't know for people, I'm sorry if I'm ruining it for mm-hmm. you. But Hitler had these films. So there you I go. Didn't... Well, and they're doing a season two. So they said they're going to expand on this. It's going to be more of a civil war now next yeah. season. But who knows? I right, still have to I'll, get through Jessica Jones. I was so. going to say, I, yeah, get through Jessica <laughs> I Jones. I know, I'm please. getting there. I uh, I finally found it. Entertainment Weekly gave Suicide Squad a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> so they must have really hated it. Yes. <laughs> no plot, yeah, horrible yeah. film. Do you think the critics panned the movie so bad so that they would just like r- force them to re change their direction because they wanted to see it a different way? I don't know. I mean,. It, the thing is, though, those review, reviews were coming out, and it still was trending uh, anywhere between 120 to 140 million. I don't think you could have done anything on it. Uh, I mean, I, don't, I, I know the critics are. I think the critics, once they saw Batman v Superman, they were not going to like anything that came out this year. I think from DC, yeah. I really don't. But when they came out with the trailer, yes, with, um, um, uh, Queen soundtrack, mm-hmm. that changed everything. Yes. Whoever was behind that whole marketing is a is a is a fucking genius. Yes, yes. because they hit so many people's like, I love that song. <laughs> I feel like everything, and they timed it perfect to the to the gunshots to the music. It was just. I perfect. feel like they marketed it that perfectly and did the complete opposite with Batman v Superman. They had no idea how to market that movie. Yeah, and I and it showed it was also a crappy film. But uh, go ahead, go with Big Dev. 
And I know a number of our listeners for the past couple of minutes have been saying, yes, that's nice, Andrew and everybody. But who's the hand puppet comedian Blake was trying to talk about? I, it's Senior Wences. Oh. 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 Senior Wences. Yes. I don't know who he is, but oh. Hey, Senior, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. It's all right. It's all right. Mr. Bean? Senior Wences. All right, no, shut up. (laughs) All right, Big Dev at uh, Podman Big Dev Mm -hmm. says, uh, due to Jason's awful draft day of Heathers, I now hate Heathers. That was an awful draft for me. Not just the movie. I now despise anyone named Heather. Way to go, Jason. We tried to there warn was... listeners last week that your <laughs> my draft uh, day was horrible. awful last week. We have a segment that somebody fans send in movies or teams, sorry teams, um, or cast, cast okay. or whatever, and we have to redraft them with anybody. So they, we had the movie like, Heather's last like week. fantasy football style yeah, draft. Yeah, that's fun. We don't do a snake draft though, Blake. I know <laughs> we did last week. <laughs> yeah, because 135 episodes and you don't know the rules. Uh, <laughs> But my team was awful. I have to admit, it was uh, it was quite awful. It was quite possibly the worst draft I've ever had. It was yes. an over. Yes. It was over everything. Dev never said who won though. So. I, I think I think took, that meant I think me. he took the winning for himself. That's right. Okay, he did do a good one. I think what he meant to say was I won. <laughs> he knows uh, I had the best. But he was one. so still stunned at your horrible draft. It, matter matter of fact, it forgot. really didn't matter who won, just because your draft was it's that so bad. Pathetic. We all won. <laughs> It was you pretty lost. awful. You know, well, see, Jason thought he was going to be clever and started out with a, oh, well, we're doing Heathers, I'll do a uh, gender swap. So he started drafting the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters. Ghostbuster gender. And it, was, we, it was requested by a fan while we were podcasting. Yeah, Jojo B1, yeah, I know. Uh, Jordan gave you the idea that you should do a gender swap, not draft the Ghostbusters. So Jordan's idea, good. Jason's execution, poor. Okay, so Andrew, anyway. <laughs> all you have to know is that I won. All right, so Randall Holt at RJ Holt six six six. He's not evil. Just, Just handled that way. way. So, now, what current comic that you're reading would you like to see a show or movie of? Hey, this is a good one. Topical question for Andrew, Mister Comic Man. All right, two things. One, I want to. I see, didn't I'm, want your opinion first. I was going to ask Jason. <laughs> Wow. All right, go ahead. Andrew, you're the guest. You're here for over an hour. You're here for over an hour. You're you're in it now. We did say that you would probably be out here by 1030. That's what happened. No, it ain't going to happen. I will say that um, there's two movies I'd like to see done. One is a Goon movie. Okay. Uh. I would love to see Goon made into a movie. It's a fantastic comic. I love how it's... Oh, um, I thought you meant the movie with John William Scott. I'm like, they already did a movie. No, not the hockey one. Well, they tried to But I'm between do I want to see it live action or like to see it into an animated feature. So I don't know on that. But I want to see Goon made into a movie. And the other um, movie I would like to see is I would love to see something Darwin Cook inspired Mm -hmm. into a nice... I would love to see the DC Cinematic Universe made into the Darwin Cook vision of it um he was at the show last year he's an amazing talent he did the uh, the anime feature uh justice league uh frontier yes. based upon that it's amazing and his simplistic look of the superheroes and good and it's just like you read his comics and you're just like man these guys just all get along they just seem like great people and the hope and inspiration that he mm-hmm. they all his characters inspired upon everybody when you see his artwork that the characters are all they got like a good look on their face, like they're smiling or they're helping they're people. They're happy to be a superhero. They're happy to be a superhero. Like it's good to be a superhero. They're not angsty. Ah, 
I'm so mad. I'm angry. I'm angsty. He's going to pay for this building we destroyed. <laughs> That's what I would like to see from DC. But it ain't never going to happen now because now we're on this path to this whole universe of DC but comics. Zack Snyder. Don't even get me started on him. <laughs> Obviously. I love Darwin Cook. And I love his art. I agree with you. But Zack Snyder. Maybe he'll team up with Michael Bay for the next series. Oh, great visuals and explosions. I love Michael Bay movies because you don't have to think through them. You just sit there and it's like visuals. Just 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 sit there and go. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I like a good popcorn flick every now and then. And I'll watch Transformer movies and... Uh. Ampham, Ampham. I will not watch Ampham. No, nobody will. <laughs> Sorry. I watched, I, I watched the original right. Sex in the City so much better. I'll forgive you, Andrew. Oh, Miranda. But I won't forgive these two idiots. Oh, Miranda. Okay. Who doesn't like the Star Wars, the Transforming music? I was going to say Sex in the City. Who doesn't? That's right. <laughs> Who doesn't like the Transformers? We don't. Oh, we I don't. can't stand oh, them. No, I can't. You can't, not, not a single one of them. No. You know, like, no, no, no. I like the original one from 1986. 30th anniversary just came out yesterday. Yes. yes. I saw that. I, the Transformers, I was no. okay with the movie there until was, Optimus Prime. All you needed Pride. to do was have robots fight each other, and they still fucked it up and threw Shia LaBouche all over it. Shia LaBouche. Uh, I like him. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get killed for this. People are going to be on Twitter. Are you serious? Did you just say that? Yes, I did. I like Shia LaBeouf. I think he's... Oh. You're, you're just trying to get him for next year's expo, aren't yeah. you? No. That's all it is. He's going to be the artist. That's I have fine. met him once. He was in a... He, he appeared at C2E2, an artist alley, unannounced, and was just sitting there with his hat down. And, uh, and I was sitting there in autograph for George Perez... Uh, getting a sketch, and uh, I looked at him, God, that guy looks so familiar. But he had his hat drawn down, and he had his, you know, his hair, and he had his, uh, his girlfriend or manager with him. I'm like that guy looks so familiar. And I sat there, and my niece was with me, and she goes, "I think that's shy." And I go, "No, no." And nobody was around his table yet. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my God, that is him!" <laughs> I got my George Perez sketch, of course, and then I hurry up and I ran over there, and I'm like, "Hey!" And then like two other people started noticing, and then, and then I was like, "Did you? Did he did bro- you get your did he break- picture out from Indiana Jones?" Yeah. And we- uh, crystal skull. No, I, did, I my nephew ran. Some uh, one of my friends ran around, and got me a Transformers poster. I ran it over, and I, I had no problem signing that. I won't charge you. Just, just buy my poem book. So, yeah, I was going to say, poem gonna say did he start rapping he had, like, for these, you? Like short stories and oh, okay. poems, and uh, that, that what he was there promoting. It was like a last minute decision. Like I'm going to go to the show and sell my poem books or his uh, book on poetry and short stories. So I went ahead and bought the book and then I bought a couple of them actually. Mm-hmm. He signed them all, signed the poster, jumped across the table, literally jumped over the table and got my picture with me and everything. And next thing you know, people start coming around like, oh my, what? this guy's not supposed to be here. What's he here? You know? And he signed them for free. That's even more Did crazy. Did he ask you if he could live with you? <laughs> no, but I probably would. I keep him in my basement. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's not a gimp. <laughs> Put the mask on, Shia. Come on. Every six months, the guy's got a crazy thing that happens, and he's. So, did you read the book? I did on the on the way back home. On I took a mega bus up to uh, Chicago, so I read on the way back. I I don't remember much about it because it was like poems and things. But I did read beautiful review. My dog Spot. (laughs) Oh no, no, no! I'm saying is it was it was I don't know four or five years ago. I mean, if you. If you read a poem book four or five years ago, would you... Well, do you remember I, thinking, oh, this I, isn't bad? Or I, 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 yes, yes, I remember thinking like it wasn't bad. I don't remember why I went horror to work yesterday, okay? So I don't know if I would remember a book from four years ago either. My yeah. dog, Blue. If you had more... <laughs> 
Uh, Can we finish listener feedback? Listener feedback, <laughs> wrapping it up from, of course, sorry. <laughs> doctor number one and doctor number yes. one. Nine lives. Kevin Spacey as a cat. Has to be one of the worst movies ever, right? Yes. Correct. Have yeah. you seen it? Nope. Nope. How no. can you say it's one of the worst <laughs> movies ever? <laughs> nope. Never, no. seen it. Never even heard of it. I, uh, Kevin Spacey gets transformed into a cat because he doesn't spend enough time with his daughter. Hi, Jinx and Sue. Christopher Walken is the guy that transforms him into the cat. Oh. Yes. Well, that'd be a nice five-minute sequence of a movie I'd like to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an hour and a half. <laughs> I posted on our Facebook page, History of Ideas, uh, that there was a critic that diaried her the whole movie, her thoughts during the whole movie, and it was like uh, just her descent into madness yeah. as it got to about 45 minutes. She's like, there's still an hour left in this film. How is that possible? And he turns into a cat by jumping off a building. Oh. I, I, I don't know why. Okay, my question is, it's what, Rotten Tomatoes had it about 4%? Yes. How did they get 4% likes? They bought it. Somebody bought those critics okay. off. Because, I mean, as terrible as X versus Sever is, Ugh. it doesn't look as bad as this one. No. I mean. no. Is this a comedy? It's a kid's movie. But Kevin Spacey's in a coma, uh, and his, his essence or soul goes into a cat. How do that, movies like that even get made? I, Jennifer Garner's in it. Uh, Kevin Spacey. That's what I'm saying. Sounds like got yeah. some pretty good talent. Yeah, Christopher Walken. I'm like, who do do they have pictures of these people doing something? <laughs> then a movie like that will end up getting a sequel. Oh God! Well, go I don't know. The video. It did. It did bomb. <laughs> Alright, everyone knows that music. It's your favorite lawyer commercial. I mean, top five list time. Top five. Alright, uh, Jason, what's top five this week? Top five comedy films since 2000. Comedy. Now, I'm going to preface this. Bunch of different types of comedies. I pretty much went through and said, the ones that make me laugh the most. That's how I picked mine. My criteria was ones that I will watch on cable over and over when I see it. And it will make me laugh still, yeah. but... I will watch it but over I mean, and over. There are some comedies that, you know, are more subtle comedies that mm. are still really great and probably I might like better. Mm. But these are the ones that make me laugh. Okay. Laugh out loud. Like what was your criteria? Uh, how many can I fit in five? Good call. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, you're the guest. You get to go first. What is your number five comedy since 2000? All right. I got a tie for my number five. Hobied it right off the ah, bat. You don't even know how this works and you've already hobied it. <laughs> I did. I Wait until you hear all my answers. <laughs> okay. These two I couldn't decide mm-hmm. between which was on my, on my five, and I'm assuming five is the uh, leading up to one being yes. my most fun. Yes, yeah, one yeah. is the okay. One is so the number best. five, is most essential, is one that you pro- I hope you guys have all seen. Is that's my boy. Oh, Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler! I love that movie. Oh, I don't know I, what it is about it. it when that comes on TV, I just, I just, I'm done. What I'm doing? Wait, right. not my song. Andy Samberg too? Yeah, that is Andy Samberg. Oh, yeah, oh god, that looks so terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, just, I, I, I'm Andrew, sorry. this is supposed to be comedies, Andrew. <laughs> now, I watched that movie. I had so high hopes for you. <laughs> Watch it again. I never saw it because I hated it when I, I saw see, the preview. Though that was better than I thought because originally I thought Grandma's Boy. Oh no! That's that Grandma's boy. No, 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 that's my boy. I'm sorry. So apparently, I'm safe. Andrew's not going to pick any of mine. <laughs> yes, he's not cultured. 
I, I like the movie, especially love it when because I love Vanilla Ice a lot. All right, so and which when, other? And Vanilla Ice, he says, "Hey, okay. that's my uncle," huh. and then I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then I, I just lost it. And then the rest of the movie's great. All right, <laughs> so, so what's your other so Adam Sandler movie at number five? Then. The new guy. All right, no. Ty, uh, my other uh, number five is Dodgeball. That is my number two. Dodgeball is an honorable mention. And you get bonus points when you knock off somebody Put that on the board. <laughs> Put it on the board. That's my number two. Damn it. That was your number two? Average Jim. I almost feel like I need to buy a t-shirt that says Average yes. Jim. Jim. Dodge, do- dip, dive, duck, dodge. Wait a minute. That, that, that probably was my number six. It was my dip, honorable mention. Uh, I could put that on my honorable mention. It was the last I called off my list. How, how many quotes do you know from the movie? Oh, a lot. Like? You got the wrench. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that quote. Everybody knows that quote. Give me another one. Uh, that's probably how he would have wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Being Giant killed sign. by uh, two tons of irony? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Okay. Uh, you know, some right, cultures, right, they eat their own vomit. Okay, you hey, you want to fucking go? Let's go. What was the one where he said, who's the pirate? Pirate, Steve the pirate, Steve the pirate, Arg, Arg. I love that part. I hate you, Chuck Norris. (laughs) I love that movie. And then, oh, the whole cotton. uh, They're going to forfeit. Oh, risky move. Let's see how that pans out. And Cole and Gary Cole is in it. Well, if you never yeah. quit, you'd never have anything to regret for the rest of your life. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Looking back, it's kind of ironic that Lance Armstrong is the one doing the pep talk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That movie's so great. I especially love when they come out in the costumes because the um, players got shipped to another location. They came out in the... the uh, S&M gear. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how they had every stereotype. The lumberjacks. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so um, oh, that was good. I like that. A good right. one. Uh, don't know what number no, no, four. No, you don't uh, do four. Oh, everybody goes around. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody goes around. Blake, yeah. you go fuck yourself. What's your number five? Well, if I'm gonna go fuck myself, I don't have time to go over my number five. <laughs> but since you bring up fucking myself, that reminds me of dynamite. Dynamite? Yes. What the hell are you talking about? Because I'm dynamite. What's your number five? I have two <laughs> number fives. Of course you do. Hope you did. Go ahead. Napoleon Dynamite Ugh. and Black Dynamite. I don't think I've ever seen Black Dynamite. What's you that? ever seen Black Dynamite? No, yeah. that's the spoof. Yeah. That's the that's a black exploitation spoof from the two thousands. Yes. Okay. Okay. Simmer down. I didn't Black know. Dynamite. Really? I, I I'm unaware of the movie. Also. I'll see. That's I've why, seen it, but I never watched it. That's why I, I mean, am, I've seen the title. And just that's why I am the culture expert on this podcast. <laughs> well, you'll like my number five. Um, can't wait now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, my number five, I hobied it. I got two. Oh, jeez, am I the only one that didn't get two? Yes. <laughs> the Hangover, the original. Wait until I get my number two. <laughs> Two's. Hang- Hangover is on anybody's list? Hangover. No. 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 I love that movie. I like the movie. It didn't it, make it, my top five. Yeah, I, I like the made movie. My top well, that's why I tied yeah, right. with yeah, didn't make seriously one of the funniest movies because I had no expectations of it. Euro Trip. Wait no, a minute. Really? Was that not 19... That was yeah, that Euro Trip was... Did that make it? Let's yeah, like ninety nine or is it? 2000? No, no, your trip was because I was working at the theater and I started there. Two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Okay, Whew. made it. Euro it was close with the Miss March. I almost had that too. Oh but no. God, no! Uh, Euro trip is still Scotty one doesn't of like, know. Exactly. Scotty doesn't know. The only problem I had with Euro trip it was not higher because I hated the part when they were in the Vatican City. I thought it was dumb and too cliche. The the Pope and everything else. He got caught in the robes. Ugh, Euro trip is that based? Is that National Lampoon's? No, no, no. 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 But they, 
they go around so, the four uh, the four kids go around uh, yeah. Europe and that. And Matt Damon makes a uh, cameo as a skinhead. I just reading something last week about why was he in that movie, and apparently, like uh, some uh, kids, uh, friends of his from uh, childhood made the movie. And he was already in Bulgaria or wherever they were filming it, filming something <laughs> else. Born. Yeah, and he's they like, hey, you wanna? And he's like, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> came over. He said he never wanted his name in the credits, though. He well, just yeah, said, he was be, uncredited. No, yeah. yeah. So I love Eurotrip. They are the worst twins ever. <laughs> uh, number five, Jeff. Uh, my number five is uh, Waiting, the restaurant movie with Ryan I Reynolds, about Justin that. Long. Anna Faris. I got tired of Can the goat I, in it. That was annoying. Can I call like cook? Culty classic. I laugh every time. I continue laughing every time. And I've seen parts of it. I haven't watched it in its entirety. I've never seen that movie. I would That's highly recommend yeah. uh, at least seeing it once. Especially I would, I would yes. recommend waiting. you see W-A-I-T, Black W-A-I-T Dynamite I-N-G. first and then go to Waiting. waiting. Do it, not see you still waiting. Like, number like, two. like people uh, wait yeah, staff waiting staff at well, it's about waiters and waitresses. And oh, okay. like so if you've ever worked in food service, oh, you will Food service industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Customer service, you'll get it. If you work in food service, you'll yeah. really get it. Uh, okay. What's your number four? Uh, four. We'll do the snake. Snake. Uh, my number four so is... we do the snake on this, not the draft day, Blake. Yeah. Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> my number four is Clerks 2. Fucking A. No. My number one. Really? Put it on the board. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That movie was so lacking in what comedies makes me laugh. It really every, does every, every time. time. That was your number one. Yes, really. I love yes. that movie. Ah, the was second, dancing. The second one. The second yes. one. Well, I'm not saying it's better than the first. It's one, not but better the first than the first. One make but the, the first one's 90s. You know why I probably don't like the Hangers because they made multiples of the multiples it. The multiples It takes you know, away so, from the original. Yes, that's probably why it didn't I make love, my list because I feel like I've seen it so many times. When they're dancing with ABC. ABC. Yes, that's probably the only worthwhile scene no. in the entire when movie. When they're doing uh, uh, no, any scene with Rosario Dawson in it is no, a Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson <laughs> bouncing to ABC on top of the roof is all you need to see from that movie. That's it. No, the whole movie. That's is right. Funny. You like the mule, didn't you? Never that's go what it is. Ass you like the donkey. The donkey scene. That's what it donkey is. Donkey scene was funny. You like the donkey fucker. Oh my god, I can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> it was a funny movie when they're doing the uh, the go karts and raindrops keep falling on my head between Jay and Silent Bob. Or uh, not, I'm Dante sorry, and Randall. Dante and Randall. Wow, that's your number one. Okay. That's my number one. Hey, see what I deal with, boy, or whatever <laughs> you got. See what I deal with every week on the show, Andrew. This is what I deal with. Well, that was my number four, Jay. So your number four? Well, my number two, I'm one or knocked out. Uh, my number four is uh, absolutely fabulous. The film. Uh, you know, it was not as good as Sex in the go. City two, but it had a big plot like it. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Is that on your list? No. Okay. Uh, still too new. Sex in the City 2 is. Yes. Yeah, that was my number four. Uh, number four, uh, Super Troopers. That was my number one. I like it. Put it on the board. Oh, I really? forgot about that movie. Who wants a mustache ride? I do. I do. I, do. <laughs> I had he beer. pulls them over and they're just tickling <laughs> yeah. Car Ramrod. Say Car Ramrod. You didn't call, say Car Ramrod. I'll call the guy a chicken fucker. I don't care. Hey, chicken fucker. I, I didn't do Super Troopers, but I had Beer Fest as one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, it was good, yeah. but not as good as Super Troopers. No, I like I like Beer Fest. I don't I want like a large Farva. I want a liter of cola. They're making Beer Fest into a TV series. Awesome. So I think Netflix is doing it. They're making Super Troopers, too. They're making Super Troopers, I know that. They, they crowdfunded Super Troopers, yeah. too. 
Now, I love Super Trooper. Every time I watch it, it gets fun. I actually, my least favorite part is the very beginning uh, when they're when they're drinking over. syrup. No, no, oh. no. When they pull over the, the teenager, oh. teenager with the, the drugs. Yeah. That's actually my least favorite part, oh. but it's still enjoyable. Littering and Littering. Littering and The syrup part I like, too. Smoking the reefer. So. And it had Brian Cox in it. How the hell did he get involved? And mm. Daniel Van Blargham. Who's that? He was the uh, bad guy, uh, head bad guy cop. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. He's in everything. He was, he was George's boss in uh, yes, Seinfeld. Yes, Seinfeld. Uh, what's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number awful. four, it took it's a while. A tie? For, no, it's the only, oh. the only <laughs> singular one that's on here. But anyways, now my number four, it took me a while. When I first saw it, I didn't like it. But when I saw it again, I actually came to appreciate it a lot more. That's uh, Sasha Cohen's Borat. Eh. I only really saw it the one time. Yeah. It wasn't one that... It was tough to rewatch. I think. Uh, I, I liked it. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's my number four. There was, well, what, what, what's the full title? Can't remember. The cultural, oh. cultural leanings of the great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a scene in a UFC fighter with the nut sacks on each other. So there you go. Well, that's probably the why I liked room. it. Yeah, that's probably why I liked it. Uh, Andrew, what's your number four? Um, I like this also because I think my wife liked it a lot. So mm. I watched it a lot with her. So I get memories of watching this movie with my wife a lot. 13 going on 30? I was waiting for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Meet the parents. Okay. You know? It's better than the other the ones. Yeah. Don't watch the sequels. No, I, no I, I, I almost feel like I think I wrote it on my notes here. Like, <laughs> Not the watch. sequels. Yes, yes. But, you know, one of my favorite actors, and I don't know why I just really enjoy watching this guy, is Owen Wilson. And he plays Alan. plays Kevin in the movie. And he, like, he carves his big-ass thing for the wedding yeah. altar and then ends up catching on fire. And, you know, I just thought that was just a great movie. I think I don't like that one as much because of the sequels. It's your effect of The Hangover. It's the same thing with Meet the Parents. Because they made two more, I think? Yeah, Meet the Fockers and Little Fockers. Yeah, and they should have stopped at the first one. There is yeah. no reason to do the Meet the, the Fockers. The Barbara Streisand, Dustin Hoffman right? was the second one. I saw that with you, and we previewed that today, yeah. and that was, that was god-awful. What's your number three? Oh, the Snake. Okay. Now this, I refuse to watch... Only like two times a year now, because one time we literally watch it probably forty times. Okay. All right. So, and it's around Christmas. Okay. Elf. And okay. I love the movie so much that we end up watching it so much during the holidays for like a period of like so many years mm-hmm. in a row that last year literally whenever they said, "What do you want to watch tonight?" Because they're into Christmas, we watch a movie almost every other night. And it's like, what do you want to watch? And and I would veto Elf every night. <laughs> like, no, no, I love that movie, and because you're watching it so much, you're making me want to hate that movie. So we can only watch it like twice throughout the holidays. My son saw that for the first time last year, and I don't even know why. He it just took a while for us to t- put it on, and I got it on DVD. And I think he did see it probably fifteen to twenty times last year at Christmas. He loves it, and it is a fu- it's a funny movie. I never even thought about mm-hmm. Elf though. Um, that was even yeah. on our pictures too for our uh, Facebook yes, page about our top five. <laughs> and I didn't even think about it. Nah, it was... um, no, I, I do like Elf. I don't like the ending because I don't oh. like James Conn singing. <laughs> but, oh, we'll sing but I love the movie. I really do like it. Yeah. So. Well, mm-hmm. the best part of the movie is Zoe Deschanel is in it. Mm, Zoe. 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 Yeah. Hey, what about uh, Mary Mary Steenburgen too? The best part about the movie is that Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, there you is in go. It. What's your number three, Blake? 
Number three, Team America. Fuck yeah. That was my number two. I thought hey, that was going to be up there. There you go. I went back and forth on that one because I've seen it multiple times yeah. and I like it, but I don't know if I... How many times do you quote it? Well, a yeah. lot. That's true. That's true. Darn. Everything under control. Paris is burning. I love when they put the cat in. Release the panther, and it's a black cat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great Everyone movie. It's great fun. It's a big good rip off the T birds. You know the old Thunderbirds, and you know the fact that they had the the mannequin, the whole mannequin sex thing just wouldn't stop. You know, they like made that a five minute scene. He's like, can you please stop this? It's just <laughs> and the reason is because the MPAA said, well, there's really no limits on wooden puppet sex. So <laughs> you can show anything because they don't have parts. <laughs> and so they kept did. going and going and going. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah. Their best comment was, we didn't realize how difficult it would be to film a fight scene between marionettes because all they do is crash into each yeah. other. Yeah, they were trying to do the ah, screw which would have made Transformers a better movie if yeah, they just smashed them into it. each other. Yeah. <laughs> or Grammel's Boy. I don't know. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> uh, my number three, it's been on cable every single week, but uh, I still love it. It's still funny. Uh, 40-year-old version. That's, That's an a honorable good mention for me. It's an honorable, yeah. I yep, like it. I like it. Definitely enjoy it. Um, a good one. And it has Amba at the end. You know what I like about that movie? That's not Age of Aquarius. Oh, no, I have a... Give me a Jeff. Crap. Who sings Age of Aquarius? Age of Aquarius. I don't know. That one 60s group? Yeah. Who sings Age of Aquarius? Not Senior I know that much. Come on, Siri. Come on, Siri. Help us out. Oh, shit. You're still talking. Never mind. Fuck it. Anyways. That's as useful as Siri ever gets. Not now, now. Oh, shit. I cut out serious. She said now, now. Moving on. Uh, so, 40-Year-Old Virgin. That is my uh, movie. Uh, Jeff, who's your number three? Uh, okay, I was looking at the turn. Uh, my number three, since we already mentioned a Christmas movie, I'll bring it back up. Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. That was an enjoyable movie. I like it. it They're making right. a sequel. Yeah, I just Bad saw Santa that on Facebook. Did that cut, that was that brought up just because you saw the sequel getting announced and you thought about it nope uh, that was on my legit, list legit like legit on my list I, I went through the list of comedies put out a year by year i went bad sand i'm like oh that's gotta go on the list because that's the one christmas movie i have to watch every year fifth dimension <laughs> the move that group fifth dimension sings yes. Age Six, of Aquarius. Yeah, Aquarius. Yes. Yes. yes sorry 1969 sorry Mm. Anyways, <laughs> not to be confused with that bad uh, Bruce Willis movie and uh, what's his name? Aquarius. No. What? Something Fifth dimension. Element? Yeah, Fifth, Fifth Element. Are you serious? Yeah. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you just lost your geek card. <laughs> so Abfab, go fuck yourself. I know Abfab, and now you just said the Fifth. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Next right, thing you're gonna tell right. me, like well, Star Wars is stupid. I will. I <laughs> no, he will, likes that. He likes that. <laughs> I will say the Fifth Element had Chris Tucker. And if you took out his 20-minute scene, you're fine. I agree. He's the Jar Jar Binks of the Fifth Element. If you took him out of Rush Hour, he would be, it would be a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just have Jackie Chan driving around. <laughs> but then Jovovich. we wouldn't understand the words coming out of That's his true. mouth. You know, that's right. He'd never touch a black man's car according to Chris Tucker in it. That's right. Did you see uh, that TV show got canceled, Rush Hour? They made one? Yes, it was just on this year. Well, that's oh. why I got canceled, because nobody <laughs> knew it. I knew they were talking about making it. I didn't know yeah. it came out yet. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is Team America, World Police. Okay, my number two was Dodgeball. 
Uh, Blake, what's your number two? All right, my number two is a one, two, three, four, five-way tie. Five-way tie. Police a Academy five series. Five-way tie. I guess this Only was basically... Only one Police Academy movie oh came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was probably the peak of uh, Will Ferrell's movie making. Uh-oh. There was Old a peak? School? Yeah. Old school. Sucks. Oh, that was almost on Talladega Nights. Yeah. Taylor Ricky Boggy, Acreman, mm-hmm. Step Brothers, nah. Wedding mm-hmm. Crashers. Wedding Crashers was debatable. The Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell movie collection. Was, Will Ferrell played the small role of. Oh the, yeah, he was the guy that was going to funerals. Chaz. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Wedding Crashers. Hated it was on crashers. my. Own, I know you, you do. hated it. Hated it. Man, me and you should not go to movies. Mm. <laughs> no. The picture. I'm taking it. That's mine. That, that was, was a gift. That was a, that was a gift. Yeah. yeah, I'm taking. The I like that line. I'll, I'll give you that line. And Amy Adams was in it. That's right. She, she can do bad at bad no. playing a crazy sex crazed yes. uh, yeah really hottie and it had a big range for Vince Vaughn it was a big change of pace for him no in no oh, it really no. wasn't right so, but well, I did like Iron Man was the change of pace for Vince Vaughn that was a I was going to say Psycho was in. but <laughs> might have been the change of pace see his I'll... best line for that movie was me love mom you know I didn't find that line funny at all. I wanted to go down that basement and smack the shit out of him. (laughs) I found it hilarious. And then, like, he's sitting there at the funeral and he's like, everybody's mourning and he's like talking to his buddies, making his hip gestures. I was like, that's so inappropriate. Feel my umbrella match. You want to put that up there? All right. Another one goes. Um, those are all my Will Ferrell. That's the Will Ferrell collection. Andrew, what's your number two? My number two. Ricky Bobby. Step Brothers. There you go. That See? movie comes on there, and I just. I did not like that movie at first. But when I saw it again and again and again, I gained a, a bigger oh. appreciation for it, even with the, the nuts pounding on the snare drum. That's just... <laughs> I love that movie. I, <laughs> that comes on, and I'm just. That's it. I'm just, and then it's Steve Bergen in it, too. Yes, it did. Yeah, you've like got the, a thing for Mary Steenburgen, don't you? Why like wouldn't you? To, <laughs> like Back to the Future Three? I can't remember that movie that very one. much. No, oh. she's in that movie. I can't yeah, remember. Has Shannon's Doc, mom, yeah, Doc's love interest. Doc's really? love interest. Everybody knows Back to the Clea, Future Three. Uh, what's her name? I probably saw it once. I actually just saw it two weeks, two Canyon, or three weeks ago. Uh, On purpose? Yeah. Oh. Shut up, okay? Back to the Future 3 is good. No, it isn't. You know what? I actually... The first like, Back to the Future is good. I like 1, 3, then 2. Yeah, I agree. I, I like agree. 1. I know you. Shut up. Andrew, what's your number 1 movie? Are you ready? Yes. It's been mentioned. Oh, you should have said it! That's when you gotta yell and say, you Fuck you! Yeah. Wedding Crashers. Yay! Okay. I love go. that movie. And Chaz, like, I didn't expect to see Will Ferrell, and then he goes in there. I did not expect this. And I was like, oh my god! And that's what, like, the height of Will Ferrell. Yes. And it was just like, he comes down in his robe, and he's got this hot chick coming down with him, and, this, and it's just like, oh my god. And this guy's like, I got a new system, or whatever he said. And yeah. Goes, Funerals, man. <laughs> yeah. Just, Funerals. And then, like, the whole, um, you got Christopher Walken, and mm-hmm. who's in it. Yeah, yeah, he was also in Gigli, so... <laughs> and, and Nine Lives. <laughs> he's, in, he's in everything. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he'll show up for a paycheck, so... He's in the Adam Sandler TV remote movie, mm-hmm. Click. Yes. Oh. Oh. But it's got Owen Wilson in it. I love Owen. Um, every, any movie with him, I'll watch it. And it's got Vince Vaughn. My wife loves Vince Vaughn. Matter of fact, if we ever got divorced, she'd probably married Vince Vaughn. Really? So Vince Vaughn is on her top five list. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, 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 she loves Vince Vaughn movies. So that, like that, that's Vaughn. a good way to. He's get got me a good movie. Psycho. Dodgeball. Oh, yeah, talked about dodgeball. 
So Vince Vaughn's in a couple movies on this list. Yeah, list. yeah uh, if you think about it, in this list, I mean, um, the people that are, if you repeat it throughout these lists, mm-hmm. you know, whether you hate them or not, is like, you're talking about Will Ferrell, um, Vince Vaughn. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, um, Adam Sandler. Uh, I mean, those guys are the comedians for this last fifteen years. Yeah, and, and now, they're, they're not on my list anyway. Well, that's because they're not <laughs> on your. They're, they're not on your. That's because I like funny movies, like Amp Fam. You're number one. That didn't make it. Oh. No. Yeah. Like, but I could watch Wedding Crashers tomorrow, and I would still. I, I watch that every time it's on TV. Yeah. And then say. I'll follow up with "That's My Boy." Blake, is your number one grandma's boy for you? What's that? No, it's not. All right. I have, I have a pair for my number ones, but they go together. Okay. There's a theme for it. Boobs, like I had with the little feral collection okay. and my number two. Sorry, but I'll talk about the first one because the first one is basically kicked off the entire zombie thing for this decade. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know where you're going. Shot That's right. Yeah, I'm going, uh, yeah, yeah. Simon Howdy. Pegg, Shaun of the Dead, and Howdy. Hot Fuzz. Shaun of the Dead, Fuzz. and I totally didn't think of that, but yeah. I love that movie. Thank you. Shaun of the Dead's good. It is good. I it, never is, it is like funny. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is good too. It's got uh, you know, it's got the yeah, hound. I've seen it. The guy that plays a hound in it, Yarp. You I know, just, it's Yarp it, or Larp. Yarp. Oh, okay, sorry. That's what he. That's the sound he makes. But I, I, I liked it. You know, the whole you know cop thing. But uh, the World's End, the the trilogy, mm-hmm. you know, Simon Pegg's trilogy. You know, they wraps up. That, that doesn't make with, your top. No, it doesn't. Spot. No, I, I liked it. It was it was funny, but it wasn't nowhere near Hot Fuzz, and it was definitely nowhere near Shaun of the Dead. Paul? I mean, I know that wasn't Edgar Wright directing, but it was still <laughs> Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Did you like that one? About the alien? When who... they capture the alien? He never saw it. Okay, okay. moving on. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, my number one was uh, Clerks 2. And my number one was Super Troopers. I had an undercover or honorable mention of Undercover Brother. That was on my undercover. My that was uh, a funny movie. Honorable mentions of Dodgeball, Lego Movie, Undercover Brother, uh, Easy A, and Out Cold. Easy A was a funny movie. Easy mm. A, yeah, you're right. I liked that Emma Stone flick. Yeah, I had some honorable mentions if you guys want to hear. Sure. But um, but I consider I consider them almost too family adventure type, and that was Denied the Museum. I really like that movie, but I was like, that's eh, more like a family movie. I hated the second one. I don't remember the first one that well. The second one I liked, too. Um, it had Amelia Earhart in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He likes it because it had Owen Wilson in it. Ah! <laughs> Owen Wilson. There you go. Um, the uh, Internship. Never saw that one. I, I really enjoyed that. I had Vince Vaughn and... Oh, Wilson. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Wilson. They're interns at Google. Oh, the, They're yeah. interns at Google. Um, another one I, I, I like, but I considered almost like Action Family, not really a comedy, was Pixels. And I had no expectations in that what movie. What is going on here? <laughs> oh, my brain hurts now. <laughs> we were going to ask you back, Andrew, but screw that. I love that movie. My son loves that You're movie. You're the one. And I've probably seen it like 50 zillion times. Oh. And I love that. I, I just laugh. I think it's... I don't know, maybe because I like it's Kevin James. It. It's got Kevin yeah. James. Oh yeah, you don't know Jason's <sighs> uh, disdain. My Kevin James and I have a feud. And uh, Kevin James doesn't really? even know Kevin about James? it. Really, Kevin James? You yeah. don't like Kevin James? No, we have a feud. <laughs> no, uh, okay. we've gone back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> Jason times. has a feud. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's never answered, but I, 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 I know you've probably seen it. <laughs> you uh, have a feud, but he's never answered. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, fuck Kevin James. Uh, That's terrible. No, I can't stand that man. Oh my god. Oh, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Really? No. I, oh my god. Have you guys seen Pixels? 
No, I saw everything wrong with Pixels. The thing, but Watch no. it. It's, it's not as bad as... I really wanted to see it. Actually, did I not say <laughs> when we, it came out? We don't have to see anything to have an opinion about it. <laughs> we all America. America. Yeah. <laughs> I have it at my house. I'll bring it down. Okay. As long as it's not being watched by my youngest son. <laughs> we'll have to have a Pixels viewing party. Okay. I don't know if that's ever been done. <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's a viewing party. Uh, on Tangibound Network, uh, we sent this out there to everybody. We had a lot of responses. Sean Coon from Pittsburgh Nerd. Uh, fuck you, Ian. Uh, had Talladega Nights and Zoolander. Talladega Nights. Uh, Heno. Or El Heno. Oh. El Heno, co-Canadian of the year, floppy of the year. Yeah. Uh, he had... He's our Canadian from Idaho. Yes. <laughs> Close enough state. Uh, Super Troopers. Good, good. Forty-year-old virgin. That was a good yeah. one. Anchorman. Thank you. Pretty good. Shaun of the Dead. Thank you. And The Hangover. Good. Uh, Devin. You, you know Dev. what? I, I, isn't this the first thing we've heard from Heno for a long time since he yeah. got married? And like he was like in everybody's is podcast. Married? Is he married or just I engaged? I thought he engaged. Or he's doing engaged. something. I don't know. Yeah, he used to be it's on like amazing. seventeen podcasts, but now that's what happens when you get married. Oh, that's what happens when you get married. He is too. They're all falling. Big Dev had Snatch. Joe oh, Dirt. Snatch! Yeah, I would have... Darn, I forgot about that one. It's a good movie. Uh, Joe Dirt, number four. No. Number three was Fired Up. Oh, I like Joe Dirt. That was enjoyable. Joe Dirt. Uh, number three was Fired Up and Tied with Hot Fuzz. Hashtag Hobie That hot Shit. Hot Fuzz, that's right. Hobie That Shit. Number two was Slackers and Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Was, it's interesting. Slackers that, was alright. Like, like do people watch Slackers? I think I've actually seen it, yeah. Number one is Super Troopers and Step Brothers. Step Bros. Honorable mention. Step Dude, Bros, where's man. my car? Oh, God. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> no. I guess Brown. The only funny part the only of the only funny. Oh, we got into a little discussion there. Uh, if you I'm not going to go through it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Heno said I had no soul because I said it was a terrible Everybody movie. Everybody knows I'm the soulless one on the show. <laughs> Obviously. Pootie Tang. Pooty Tang. Pooty She said Black Dynamite, for Christ's sake. The Ladies Man. Ladies Man. Coyote Ugly. Aqua Teen Hunger Force uh, colon movie film for theaters. That was a great one. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, he said the reason why he liked, uh, what do you call it? Um, Dude, where's my car? Is because it's, it's like a lot like Night at the Roxbury. No, Night at the Roxbury is a great film. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> that made nobody's list here tonight. That was, I think, uh, before it was in like ninety-eight eight or something. Yeah, so. it was right. It would be on my top ninety. You can still pick it if you want. Fuck it, oh, fuck it. That's my number there one. Number one. <laughs> uh, let's uh, see, Chris Richardson. Movie. We make the rules. Uh, the Irish Potato Lover from uh, Three Six Five had In Betweeners movie number five. Number that's four. A, that's a British thing, I yes. think. Uh, number four, Team America. Fuck yeah. Number three, <laughs> Zach and Mira make a porno. That's funny. Number two, Tropic Thunder. Good. And number one, this was an interesting one, Fanboys. Fanboys, Fan yeah. It was, was funny and amusing. When they're going across country, you see the prequel movie, uh, Star Wars movie. That was all right. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, we had Beer Fest from Imran Javid. From, from, what are you pointing at me for? Huh? Chalk and Nerd <laughs> Podcast, sorry. Oh, okay. Number five, right. Beer Fest. Beer Fest. Number four, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm. Number three. <laughs> I haven't seen that since it came out. Yeah. Number three, Shaun of the Dead. Yay. Uh, Number yeah. two was Borat. Yay. Number one, Idio. I can never say Idiocracy. 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 Oh, yeah, I forgot all about Idiocracy. And he like your list. That's a perfect 
movie for this year's election. And he said in quotation, or in uh, parentheses, because it's a documentary now. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I think that was about it. I think we did get a couple things on here. Um, let me just go real quick if I can find them. I've no uh, Jason that. lost a couple things. Yes. Uh, it was actually for Randall Holt here. Uh, oh, he said, um, sorry, he had Spice World. And he said, <laughs> every boy and every girl. And before anyone, quotations, Blake, starts bitching, I know it's from 97, but I have to take any chance to praise that movie. <laughs> you don't have to watch it. That's a movie you don't have to watch with the volume on. He also had Super Keep Troopers. The volume off and just watch. He had Super Troopers, Hangover, Anchor, and Anchorman. Anchorman. And Doctor Number One chimed in. Ooh. In honor of Blake, I'm going to Blake this. All right. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Paul Blart, Auto Man, People Magazine, and Peaches. Mmm, I love Peaches. That makes sense. If you've ever listened, Blake has no rhyme or reason to his top five. <laughs> so, well done, Dr. Number One. <laughs> so, uh, that was our show. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, September 23rd through 25th, Cincinnati Comic Expo. Go to it. Dot com. Dot com. And a bad idea of the week, uh, number, I would say, 270, uh, putting uh, that boy, that's my boy, on your top five list. Oh, that's a bad, bad idea. idea. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys even seen the movie? We saw the poster. I, 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 I felt ten minutes of it and couldn't watch anymore. All right, it's, it has some moments. There's this moment where, listen, listen, right. just let me tell this. And then try and, and justify you your pick. Let me justify this because maybe it's just me reflecting growing up. All right, there's this moment where they meet Vanilla Ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're driving around, and towards the end of the movie, he's telling me, hey, I gotta, we gotta go um, uh, stop my son from marrying this woman. Okay. So when they're running, they said, well, we got to go, we got, but we can't go unless we got tunes, right? So they pull out like a Walkman cassette tape, and they got the tunes like an earbud in each one's ear, and they're running together with it. And I just thought it was just, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Must uh, have to be there for that one. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know why we keep we keep losing guests. It might be because we insult them every time they come on. All right, let me show you. Let me show you. The kid has a tattoo of New Kids on the Block on the back of him. But when he got, his dad let him get it when he was 12. That's why he's such a bad dad. Okay? So as he grew, the tattoo warped. So now he has like these weird-ass tattoo heads of New Kids on the Block. <laughs> the kids like on, cartoon heads? Yes, on the back of him. He goes, what right, what dad in his own right mind will let his 12 year old son get a tattoo of new kids on the block? <laughs> and then now look at it, and he takes his shirt off, and he's got like these warped heads of new kids on the block. That's funny, yeah. I'll give you that. That, that, that one sounds amazing. Right. They had a joke. Not as good as Grandma's Boy, but we're get there. <laughs> Andrew's never coming on again. Uh, <laughs> he's there coming back. The show has reached a new low. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so thank you, and Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad.